Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Morrison, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Well, that's good. Pretty good. And we've also... We've also recruited our so convincing Joel. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> We've also recruited our good friend of the show, Broderick Gordes, to come with us to talk about one particular game. But Brod, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on again. I feel like I've been like banned. This is penance for the how long I made the last podcast I was on with you guys. <laughs> it's like you've done you've done enough for about three years. <laughs> We filled our broad quota. Yeah. Sit on the bench. Remember, we have an episode. <laughs> it was so long, we just split it into two. Like, you know what? This will cover us for two weeks of content. It's great. Um, but no, it's one of those things where it's just like finding a good reason. We're like, you know what? I've already talked about Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. You know, you can go listen to Story Mode's episode this week. Uh, I go on there with Jesse and Simon, and we we gushed about it a whole much, a whole bunch. But then for dialogue options, I was like, well, Joel's going to want to talk about it because he missed it. And I don't want, I've already sort of said a lot about it. So we need, we need another voice. And ta-da, Broad, you're playing Zelda 2. So, <laughs> I thought we'd drag you in here, whether you wanted to be here or not, and just make you talk for- about it. Be, be honest, I forced my way in here. I basically like <laughs> went to the door and said, let me in. I want to talk about this. Yes. <laughs> you are always welcome on this show, Broad. Um, but before we do get into the quest log, uh, has anyone anyone been watching anything or got anything they want to chat about before? You know, just what some, some pointless banter watching? to fill out the show. God, what have I been watching? No, I, I don't have a TV podcast anymore, so I've... <laughs> I've been watching Heap, but I've had no one to talk to about it. Um, uh oh, uh oh. Here we go. Very quickly, Succession, season four, the final season. Holy fuck, holy fuck. Uh, as well as the most that. recent episode of Succession, Broad, like, I just sat there mouthing. I know, right? <laughs> it's, this, I didn't know how to react to this it. Might, they've got two episodes to go. Obviously, anything can happen with the last two episodes, but. Right now, this is sitting as like one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen in my entire it's life. Insane. Like this is going to go down. <laughs> they can pull off this ending. This will be an all timer show. This will be like The Wire, Sopranos, Avatar: Last Airbender, and Succession. Like it's going to be right up there. Breaking Bad, I guess. Um, amazing show. If you're not watching it, catch up. You got two weeks to the finale, I guess. Kyron did it. You should do it too. I did it. I did I, it. I, look, the, my my, my mother in law. Is going away mm. as of Sunday, so I have access to their TV then. So I'm going to be putting in the hard yards. But there's the thing: do I I, 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 I need to divide my time between Succession. This is difficult. I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom, so yeah. Yeah. I like watch an episode of Succession a night. That's what. So That's how, what how I do. did it was I basically watched an episode in bed before I went to sleep. Okay, That's- now that would usually put me to sleep. Pretty on edge all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Just like, why I do that? Yep. But I got there and that's yep. what matters, you know? But my problem is if I do that, I'll get to the end of an episode and go, fuck, I've got to watch another one now, don't that's, I? Then you've got to be strong and say no. Mm-hmm. It's um, not easy. Kyron and Brod, you both know me. That is not a character trait <laughs> that I carry yeah, okay. very well. Fair, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I've also been watching the last season of Barry. That's been oh. wild. Like <laughs> that, catch up on that, shit that used to be a comedy show. It's going for some David Lynch shit at the moment. It's out of control. That show. There, there was a shot in the most in like I haven't watched this week's yeah, but last week's I. episode. Um, there's a particular shot that just reminded me of David Lynch. It yeah. was the one at night when he's just oh yeah, yeah, standing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just like. I couldn't look away. Yeah. Uh, Barry, again, for a show I started watching because I had binge, I was like, oh, I'll give this show a, sh- a shot. And yeah, you are right, bro. The, the fact that it was a comedy once and it's this now is just insane. Absolutely. I, I loved it. I loved it. And like, like 
was like on board for the first two seasons and then season three started and for some reason I think life got in the way and I just fell off it. Not because it wasn't any good, it was just that I just fell off it. But I've been meaning to get back and now I know that it's finishing. So I, I, it's, it's got an end date I can sort of, um, you know, I know how much I've got left to go, which will be good. <laughs> I'm uh, two episodes behind on Ted Lasso, but it's been a very interesting final season. Um, I'm still behind on that, too. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel's into its final season. I'm at least one episode behind on that. And so the Greats, that Great Season 3 has started. I need to start on that. I'll wait until <laughs> I wait until I get through some of these other shows. And on top of oh all that, God. and probably the, the pace of resistance, I think, is Taskmaster Season 14. Because Taskmaster is always fucking great. It's just a great little yep. giggle, 45 minutes every Friday night. Fucking love Taskmaster. It's all those shows you listed, I'm just like, yep, I'm about a season and a half behind that. <laughs> and, and they're all shows I really enjoy. Marvel's Mrs. Maisel in particular, I fucking love that show. And then just kept forgetting that there was like two seasons that I haven't watched yet of it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm excited to... To get to it one day. I feel a bit spoiled right now. It's, there's a lot going on, almost too much to keep up with, but it's going to end real soon. I don't know what's going to... Maybe I'll have, finally have time to play more Zelda. Fingers and, crossed. And Final Fantasy is around the corner, so maybe oh, yeah. it'll be a blessing in disguise. Diablo 4 coming as well. well I don't think it'll be on Diablo 4. No, I know. I would love to try <laughs> Diablo, there, but I don't have the time. Like, it's, yeah. oh, look, the good news is, once you get to a certain point, the game sort of plays itself, and okay. you just sort of press buttons and... And things just explode it's, into it's, piles of loot. But. It's also a game too. I would almost recommend getting like Diablo three on Switch because it's such a that's such a good it just is, it is good. have it on your Switch and just pick up and fuck around for an hour or so. But then you've got Tears of the Kingdom. So. Tears of the Kingdom is right there. Yeah, it's, that's and also there. Um, I I had um Jesse on Monday telling me to watch Jury Duty on yeah, Amazon Prime. I've had a couple of friends tell me about this. to tell me. Yeah. So that's on my list as well. For, for like a multitude of reasons. Apparently it's a really good show. And also that it's it's like some of the producers from the US office as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well. That doesn't mean that much to me though. Like I've seen Upload. And uh, just because you're associated <laughs> with the office does not mean it's going to be That's very true. <laughs> oh, that's very true. Yeah. There was something else he did as well that I think I started watching. I was like, oh, um, Space Force. Yeah, not exactly good. right. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I watched the first two episodes of the newest season of Queer Eye last night. Ooh. We're it's, saving those now. Is it good? It's, I mean, it's more Queer Eye, so <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's great. Like, it, it I, the first two episodes were really good. Got a couple of tears out of me. Lots of smiles. Made me feel good about myself before I went to bed. And especially after the, the couple of weeks I've had, it's been, it's been nice to have a, a, a bit of a, uh, maybe humanity isn't, entirely (laughs) horrible so um yeah entirely entirely (laughs) we we usually eat them up pretty quickly we've decided to put them aside uh we've been suggested when so due to have a baby in the next month or so when steph when labor starts for steph the early stages you just meant to sort of just like chill out and hang out home try and keep yourself distracted watch something that you're going to enjoy like this is exactly what Queer Eye is for. Let's put that mm-hmm. there that we'll start watching Queer Eye when the uh, contractions start, basically. So that's mm-hmm. our thought. I think it is a perfect, that's like, a great oxytocin release sort of show. Yep. <laughs> that's a that's a fan, that's an absolutely fantastic idea. Yeah, that's really good. Mm, um, Karen, what about you? Uh, look, I mean, I've pretty much been watching the same as Broad, obviously, <laughs> Succession and Barry. Uh Right now, I'm actually because I because I'm up to the of those. I've been like, oh, what am I going to watch in the evenings now? So I started 
because I can't stop myself. Uh, a new, a fresh, a fresh rewatch of um Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, just because nice. it's been a bit since I watched it, so I thought it's, it's all on Disney too. Plus. Why not? We made it. <laughs> yeah. Steph and I started watching it. Um, so we we reviewed Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the last season of TV. We reviewed on Hunting Seasons, and I just sort of like wanted to keep watching. And Steph had never seen Buffy. She's like, oh, I'm kind of enjoying this. Let's keep going. We got to the middle of season four. And we kind of stopped. <laughs> We've had a lot going on um, and a lot of things yeah. to watch, but it's also like uh, it's not very good season four. It's definitely the worst season. So we're going to try and like force ourselves through the rest of that so we can get to season five and six. Um, we'll get there eventually. Where are you yeah. up to? <laughs> uh, so I'm only into see like halfway through season two. Season two so is only so started, fucking like, good though. It's so good. So it's really good. good. Like it's so good. <laughs> So, I mean, that show has one of my favorite musicals of all time in it, like just as an episode. Like, there, it's I, like the amount of times I've listened to that that fucking soundtrack and sung along to it. In fact, that's what I'm going to do tomorrow on the on the way to work. Probably, um, is listen to that soundtrack again because ah, oh, it's so goddamn good. The thing that actually got me about it when because I, I, I obviously when you're rewatching a show like Buffy, you're like, okay, well, I know it ends, you know, at season six or whatever, and Seven. um, I was like, I want. I was, yeah, I was, I was wondering how much the, the comics cost for the the yeah. post show stuff. They are so fucking expensive now. Can yeah. you like one hundred and twenty dollars for an omnibus? Can you get them digitally at least? Is there a way to like get them digitally? Because they did. I'm not sure. They did the motion comics thing for a while. I'm pretty sure, at least for season one. Because I think I've got all of season one somewhere. I could probably lend you season one. Not as an omnibus. I literally bought them month by month. Um, I doing that. Yeah. And then, and then I, I fell off that too. There was an Angel comic as well. It wasn't nearly as good as the Buffy one. Even the Buffy yeah. one's a little bit dubious, honestly. It's yeah, yeah but that's what I've heard. But I'm always I'm just craving that hit of yeah. like yeah. new Buffy at this point. The the other option is maybe check the library. That's a good maybe. idea. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. There was meant you know, to be a Buffy reboot that got quietly cancelled in the last that. twelve months or so. I don't know. That's right. That uh, whether that would have scratched that itch or what? Ah, oh, fascinated to see what that would have been like. Well, I think one day we'll get a Buffy continuation or reboot of some sort. Well, it'll happen. Oh yeah. Can I Absolutely. Have, can I just have a? Because I was going to say the other option I have is um really going back in time and checking out those old Buffy games. Can we just get, like, a new Buffy game? I was thinking about <laughs> that, that, actually. I would love to yeah. get those Xbox games, because obviously you can play them yes. on. Like, they were fucking good. Like They were really good. <laughs> way better than they fun. should have been for a TV tie-in game. Like, holy shit. I remember, st- I remember standing in a Kmart, yep. I think, and just playing for, like, 45 minutes. The one at Kangaroo Flat. Was, like, I so did that, too. And it was, yes. like... Yep. And the fact that you had to like beat up the vampires, and then there was this dedicated button for steak that would kill them only yeah. when they were like ready to be killed. So, and the banter was good. It was like most of the actual yep. voice actors. I don't think mm. SMG was in there, but most of them were. It was good. It's a good game. Yeah, yeah. So just, just go ahead and make us a Buffy game. That would be Not great. Yeah, let's do that. That's a great idea. Do a Buffy game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck yes. Maybe we'll just maybe we'll do an episode about a Buffy game in the future. Oh man, I want that so bad now. We can pick like a developer. That's a great idea. Actually, right. put well, that in the back pocket. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> we will. We'll do that in the future. Yep. Cool. We're already planning future. I'm just episodes. gonna go ahead and take us straight to the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So the quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment, which, as you have no doubt guessed, because we've been pretty transparent about it, it is largely The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which, in case you missed it, might be the new best game of all time, essentially. <laughs> like, yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
They just did that, <laughs> that GQ list where they like organized the 100 best games, and Breath of the Wild was number one. But uh, Tears of the Kingdom seems to have bumped that down, not bit. beat it in score. So by default, it's the best game, right, of yep. all time. Yep, straight maths um, there. You can't rated. argue with that. <laughs> Yeah, it's no. Open Critics' newest highest rated. Yeah, open, it's insane. if, uh, if it holds. I saw some some cheeky fucker gave it a seven the other day. Mm. I'm, uh, I was like, yeah, where'd that come from? Um, There's always one. I'm fascinated to see uh, Damiani if, if Damiani is doing the review or not on Easy Allies because I think he gave Breath of the Wild a seven or a seven and a half or something like that. that. Was a weirdly low score. He wasn't a fan of like the weapon durability and stuff like that, and the lack of temples, all the things people complained about. And I yeah. don't know if he's reviewing it this time, but whether he's going to do that again, that'd be controversial. Because like he, he is playing it. I know he's been Twitch streaming it on Twitch because unfortunately Easy Allies didn't get an advanced copy ever since Nintendo's been super weird about caging yeah. out YouTube channels. A lot I reckon of time. it might is be there, Brad like- this time. I'm getting a weird feeling that Brad might be the one reviewing it this time. Mm, he has been playing a lot too. Um, it's uh, same with podcasters as well because I know the yeah. besties didn't get there, didn't mm. get early copies of it either this, so. like i guess especially for tears just because they were already so like dmcaing mm-hmm. leaks just before makes we, sense like they dmca'd um alana pierce midstream about it yeah. when she was watching skill ups video so they yeah. were clearly i think they've actually tracked down the leaker now as well i saw an article about oh, so God. well they'll be sorry quartered you know, jesus christ yeah, I was yeah. Saying, out, taken out the back into the alley he, and fucking well, no, they'll make it much more public than that joel they will make an example yeah. <laughs> hang them in the town square under his eye. Yeah. Head on a the hackers, like The hackers, that their courts were very public and their fines were very well known. So <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Yeah, if yeah. I have, in fact, found Alika, good luck to him. <laughs> transport, him to, transport him somewhere where, where hanging is maybe, still Maybe go hang just... out with Julia Assange. Go, like, you know, get extradited <laughs> somewhere. Somebody can't be extradited, sorry. <laughs> Oh, there was God. always those jokes on the old internet forum days about the uh, Nintendo ninjas. As I've gotten older, I kind of have begun to believe in them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't think they're real. It's not a myth anymore. <laughs> no, they are very Jeez. much real. Uh, but yeah, so we've, we've all been playing Tears of the Kingdom. As I said earlier, I talked a lot on Story Mode's episode this week about it. So you can go and listen to that um, if you want to hear me say more about it. This is mostly going to be a chance for Joel and Brod to talk about it and for me to also pepper myself in there a little bit. Um... So I guess the first question I would like to start off with is, uh, well, you know what, Joel? I hear about I hear you talk about games a lot. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shine a spotlight on Broad for a, a while. Oh, this is a mistake. I just won't stop talking. It'll be 40 minutes later, and Joel will be like, "Can I say something?" It's all right. <laughs> I just want to I just want to pre- preface it, but my 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 base level opinion at the moment is that it's a fucking good video game. <laughs> like that's game. that's all I just want to say right now. Um, <laughs> God, you're, damn. Not, you're not wrong. I was just going to ask, Brod, um, how did how did you feel? So we're going to sort of skip over the intro a little bit, which is it's a sick intro. Mm-hmm. It's a very so sick fun. intro. It, it sets it's a really a tone. cool intro. Really, really yeah. happy oh, with that tone. So really, and I also thought yeah. straight away, yeah. uh, not to give anything away story wise, I thought like straight away like the voice acting and the direction seems better in this game than it was in mm-hmm. yes. Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Someone's coming and gone. Yeah. Let's we can do better than we did, but go on. Which. I was actually talking to, I think it was you, or maybe it was um, my housemate, Brendan. We are talking about, like, if you've got Matt Mercer doing a voice, yeah. right, you're probably yeah. taking your voice acting a bit yeah. more seriously this time. So. It it definitely feels, like, very anime. Like It's, it's pretty anime. Even just like, the, the way things well, are happening, it's that, like, Breath okay. Of, Breath of the Wild was very anime. Yeah, that was that was pretty anime, actually, now I think about it. It was, yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, very anime, actually. Yeah, yeah. 
And there's some other shit like, yeah, this, yeah, it's very. <laughs> it's actually, it's a good point though, because honestly, much like this, like anime dubs have also gotten quite good. Yeah, so it's totally. just in general, I think they've just taken this one more seriously. Well, it's interesting because when I went and saw, uh, just a, a slight tangent, but it's to do with voice acting, I guess, is um when I went and saw Suzume, they were doing alternate yes. screenings yeah. of the English and the Japanese dub. So like you could, um, you could pick basically, and they were out at the same time. So at whereas it used to be like, oh, you'd have to wait for the home release for the English cast sometimes, or or wait six months until it comes out in cinemas if you're lucky enough to get an English release for it as well. I, so it's yeah, it's. Good. I think in games though, it's it's been pretty good for a while. Voice acting, it's yeah, just true. Nintendo, yeah. like mm. they try. It was like the Breath of the Wild was like the first time they done voice acting in Zelda, and it was like cool. Good try. Try again. Yeah. I really yep. appreciate you yep. trying. Little, little, keep trying. maybe keep going. Maybe, you know, try a little don't, harder next don't, time. Don't forget, bro, it wasn't their first game with, like, sort of full voice acting. No, oh, uh, what? There was Star Fox? There was. No. Well, it was. No, I know what it is. <laughs> it's Metroid Other it's M. That's what I'm thinking of. Never played it's it. Other M. Don't, don't believe it's, you. It's, it's dub is not great. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not surely, great. Surely, surely Star Fox 64 Lilac Wars is the first full voice actors but I, I i don't know i kind of i forgive that one because it's on the 64 i don't know yeah. like by the time they got to other end that was on wii so it's like competing with some pretty well oh i see what you're saying and like performed games and yeah. wars is like, those, the lilac wars voice acting is iconic what are you talking about there was like yeah, lines absolutely. that everyone says yeah sorry can't let you do that stuff. <laughs> like, so, so good. You do bums a, wisely. Yeah, yeah. Do a barrel roll. All yeah. iconic. Classic. Iconic. Classics. I hope Nintendo finds a way to save Star Fox. Yeah. One. They just don't seem to know what What happened to Star Fox GP? No. That was... <laughs> what we a weird rumor that was. We were I, robbed of that. As soon as I read that rumor, it was the only game I wanted. And it <laughs> never happened. <laughs> yep. I, we had episodes talking about I that. Love Star Multiple, Fox like plural episodes talking about that game. This sounds like God a cool damn. idea. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so anyway, to drag us back, back on the point, <laughs> great start. Yeah. Um, compared to how Breath of the Wild started with the Great Plateau, how did you find the opening moments of this game with the introductory Sky Islands? Um, overall, I loved it. Actually, listening to you guys talk about it on Story Mode, I was surprised there were a lot of criticisms of it, which I didn't fully agree with. I thought, I guess if I, I don't think it's a criticism. I think the thing you point out about the Great Sky Island is it's it feels a little more linear. I didn't feel like restricted. The way you guys were talking about on story mode was like you felt like it was bigger, but really you couldn't get off the Great Plateau until you did the thing you had to do. It maybe yeah looked like it a little bit, but I it did I didn't feel like it to me. Um, and the same way this felt okay. I've got to be here. I've got to do this tutorial section first. It did feel like it railroaded me a bit more. I feel like I could have gone to any of the shrines in the Great Plateau. There was obviously a linear progression through them in the Great Sky Islands. But man, there were just so many moments in that opening. And that was like my first session was like three hours. It took me ages for some reason. Three hours in the Great Sky Island. And I like, the moment I landed on Hyrule was like, I have to go to bed. 
I will just continue from this place on the ground the next time I play. It, but it's funny. That's exactly how, how, that, that's yeah. the exact same uh, story for me. Like three hours hit the ground. I was like, I'm done. I've got to stop. <laughs> I have to sleep. Yeah. Um. But like, I there were so many moments. Even though I'd watched that Ionuma like playthrough bit, like the areas were familiar. I like I was waiting for the guy, the one construct that had a fan sword thing. I was like, I know he's here because I remember this area. But like, <laughs> I there were so many moments of me just going, fuck me, I'm in trouble. Like, this game is so much fun. Moment to moment, I'm having a great time. I have um, I don't get to play as many video games as I used to. I get to play maybe, like, two or three a year properly. And I tend to, like, try and really invest in and complete that game when I can. I just rushed, basically, through getting my living Pokedex for uh, Violet and Skull and Violet, or Violet particularly. And I honestly felt like a job getting through that game. I enjoyed the first like 10 hours and then started to just be like, uh, I don't know. I'm just, just going to get it done now. This is the first game in ages, in ages that I cannot stop thinking about and just want to play all the time. Like the only reason I'm not playing it right now is because I'm doing this and talking about it. That's yeah. I cannot <laughs> yep. probably it's not the last time wasn't Breath of the Wild, but Breath of the Wild was definitely one of those experiences. And this this one feels somehow even more so just like sparking the imagination, just like all the things I want to do and I can't wait to do more of. Um, I really liked I really, really enjoyed the tutorial of the the Great Sky Island. Yeah, um I do I like I know I was I was on Astrobo and I do remember them being a bit critical about it. I, I'm not sure if I said it on the episode. If I didn't, I'll say it here. I understand what they were going for because yeah. it did feel more linear because they were giving you the powers and teaching you how yeah. to use them. Yeah. Like I guess the only difference again, it's not it's just design wise. Like Great Bateau, you kind of felt like you could go anywhere because it's just like it's all there. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, yeah, because of that power te- like lessons they're giving you, you do feel a bit more handheld. But I, in the end I didn't ultimately mind. Um, because yeah, I touched out on Hyrule and it's just like, oh, I don't care about any problems I had up there anymore because now I've done that, I feel better equipped for down here. And, and it was probably a good way to to teach you in a contained yeah. location rather than drop you in Hyrule with all these new powers and just go, off you go. Yep. Enjoy. Like, I, I think ah. that's great. And because you know it's 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 coming. Yeah. Like it, you're going through that, that motion. Like, yeah. Not the motions, but you're going through that area and doing all the stuff. And for me, it was great too, just getting reacquainted with that open world Zelda because I hadn't played Breath of the Wild since I finished it. Like, and I didn't do mm-hmm. the DLC or anything like that. So like I, I, it was nice to get sort of like reacquainted with, with open world Zelda. Um, and then on top of that, learning all those new skills and things that they're throwing at you, those new tools they're giving you. Cause yeah. it's, it's basically... They've given you a toolbox and yeah. just going go fuck around, like which yeah. is what people made Breath of the Wild to be in the end, but like through like you know lots of different videos and content creation stuff. Well, um, it's how Nintendo did it because they basically gave you all your abilities on the Great Plateau. That's but true. like yeah, this yeah. is how you use them. All right, you're good to go. Yeah. and they just did the same it, thing. It's here. just it's the just, tools are so much more. Um, robust. robust, yeah, open to creativity. You think back to Breath of the Wild yeah, again, yeah. a game I love, but like they yes. don't compare. The uh, one no. one thing that you can make ice blocks on water, okay, bombs handy, but whatever. Um, Magnes is really only helpful with items that are made of metal, and then the other one was the where you the stasis thing, which is very cool, stasis. but still like limited in sort of what I think it's the scope of rule. Now, obviously, people have blown that game up in certain ways, but I, moment to moment, it, it did still feel like relatively limited. I was probably more 
there was some creativity, but more I was like, what weapons do I have currently? Uh, do I have strong enough weapons? Do I have enough hearts to take on this challenge right now? Um, this one, every moment I'm thinking about using Fuse, every moment I'm thinking about using Ultra Hand, I'm starting to finally think about using Ascend properly. Like, That's, I, yeah. definitely the one I, I keep ask, forgetting how often about. do you forget? The, yeah. the, I went down two I, wells that I teleported my way back to a previous fucking, like, you know, teleportation point before I remembered, you're a fucking idiot. You have a send. That's the whole reason I, you have this fucking ability. I had, I had the opposite. I was climbing up into, like, a sky island, and there was this big, long tower, and I was using the... Le- I was, like, clipping the ledges yeah. when I'd run out of stamina and just sort of, like, keep jumping until my stamina bar refilled. And I almost got to the top, and then I fell all the way back down, and I was like... Fuck! And then I was like, "God damn it! I'm gonna have to do this again." And I like looked over. And there was a like, square on the ground, and I'm like, "Fucking a sand! God damn it! Yeah, straight up there." And I was like, yeah. "God You're, damn!" You, you have to yeah. start rewriting your brain to use this stuff. And I think fuse, fuse, and ultra hand come a bit quicker because they are, I think, moment to moment, just more apparent. A sand is more situational, but it's it's more situations than you think. And the mm-hmm. rewind one, again, I think is going to... I have to start remembering that I, ha- I have it. Someone mentioned, I think, on story mode that, like, when you fuck up, like, if there's a section early on where you're trying to get, like, over a rail that has a gap in it, it's like, every time I fucked up, I had to go down and collect it with old hand and pull back. I could have just fucking reversed that shit back to where I was yep. the whole time. Yep. I'm like, I need to be smarter about how I use these things because the tools are so powerful if you think with them the right way, it's so rewarding. Oh, I did. I did the thing from one of the trailers for the first time last night. Was I think it, it was an Octorok? Uh, no, I, not the Octorok one. When, it was when I saw my first Octorok. I had the biggest smile. On this <laughs> Do it. Shoot at me. Come <laughs> on. A, a big spiky ball came towards me, uh-huh. and I went, uh-huh. "Nah, <laughs> back up, you go." And it like so. knocked over people as I went up again. And I was like, "Yes." My current favorite use of recall is actually anytime I'm fighting the big stone taluses. And they're like, I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna throw my fist at you. I'm like, no, you're not. You're gonna throw your fist at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! There's those like, oh, no. new enemies I've never seen before that are in caves. It's sort of like attached to the roof. They oh, they throw horoblins, st- or whatever. horoblins. Yeah, they they throw yeah. things. That's when I started like, yeah, gotta gotta recall these back at you. <laughs> I, I did it with an explosive barrel too. I think uh um one of the big um hobgoblins or whatever. Threw an explosive barrel at me, and I went, "Hook!" Bing! Back so to cool. him, and I'm like, nah. "Get fucked!" <laughs> Rewind time, baby. Yeah, this is yours. It's a fucking good. Video it's great. Game. <laughs> like, yeah, so good. I I absolutely agree. I think what they they may have taken note of because stasis and magnesis were the two most popular powers yep. from mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild, and you can sell you see Ultra Hand is like an evolved version yeah. of magnesis essentially because mm-hmm. yep. it does the same actions, but also. For can, everything, like, stick nearly. things together. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like rotate. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and not cool. on gy- not of a gyro. Thank you so mm-hmm. much, Nintendo. I was so worried. I'm like, please don't make me do that. It's, I, I mean, it. it's cool that you can use the like motions to sort of like move as well. Like, oh, yeah, that's fine. still great for aiming arrows. I love the gyro for aiming yeah, arrows. Yeah, like yes. fine shooting, Agreed. still great. Agreed. Yeah, it's yeah. That's that's a really good one. It, it's the closest like a console can probably get to being like mouse and yeah. keyboard. Um, it got used so well cool. and Splatoon was always, even back on the Wii U, was like that gyro mm-hmm. fine control stuff was always really helpful. Um, yeah, absolutely. Going back to the Great Sky Island for a second. the yes. I think one of the other reasons that... I, I think, A, the linearness of it, you had to do them in that order, might feel restricting. But there was still a lot to explore if you want to go off the beaten path. 
I've been watching Kyle Bossman play the opening area. He found a bunch of stuff that I missed. I thought I was exploring really well. I was wrong. He found a heap of stuff that I missed along the way. Um, but also, I think because the story is immediately a little bit more compelling, because it's not this question of you don't have a memory of what's going on. There's it's That was such a mystery in Breath of the Wild, but it wasn't necessarily like driving you forward immediately. This one, because you've seen what happens in the prologue, it's like, I am motivated to get through this to get to the next part. I think that helps too to make up for that linear nature. It's like, I'm yeah. I'm more invested immediately in the story and getting to the next section. So you sort of want to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just the fact that you have the opening cutscene, then Link wakes up, he's got the, the arm yes. and the long hair. Yes. And you're like, all right, mm-hmm. what's happening here, yeah. friends? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you were, just back to, since we're on the Grey Skylands again, I'll, I will be completely honest, I got stuck at the end because, ironically, because we were just talking about it, I forgot I had a send. Yeah. It's like, hey, go find the last shrine. I'm like, how? It's it's meant to be on this island. I can't see shit. Yep. I, I have a send. Yep. <laughs> I can just go. Just go up. I just have a send. I can just go to the top of the island. I don't dig need to climb. Up stupid. Go, like, it's exactly it's that. Exactly it was dig up stupid. Dig up stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was my moment in, in the Skylands where I'm like, Shit, you got you got one on me, game. You got one on me, <laughs> and um, to this to this day, I still forget that I've got to send. And then by the time I realise, I just get really mad. And it's always like you crane the camera up, and you'll see like a little indent that's like yeah. a circle. You're like, I meant to use the send there. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Nintendo, for trying to teach me, but um, yeah. I'm still learning. I think I think later on they do a good job of making some sections that are really ascend heavy to make you start thinking a lot more about it. Like a section I've just got through recently, I'm like, yeah, you really want to hammer this home that you want me to use this more. And you're right, I should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like All the tools that they give you feel invaluable. Like It's, yeah. it's not like one, like, like you were saying about using one, uh, like um, stasis and magnesis the yeah. most like yeah. it like everything feels like it has its purpose and its place and it's multiple purposes and multiple places you can use them and it's it's brilliant like god this is this this video game will be studied for years to come about like i saw i saw design all, all the things. tweets going around on the friday just being like, sorry to any game developers who have like meetings on Monday about the direction of their game. Because yeah. everyone's going to come and be like, so I was playing Tears, Tears of the Kingdom on the weekend. Yeah. It's like, we can't all do what Nintendo just did. Yeah. I don't know how Nintendo just did it, honestly. On the Switch of all consoles, like, this game is. I mean, they're obviously frame dips and all that, but yep. I don't even notice or I care mean, most uh... of the time. Because it's busy nah. building shit or just being like, what's over there or something like that. The part where I noticed frame dips, I, I it was the furthest thing from my yeah, mind. Yeah. I was like, th- everything else was so fucking awesome that yeah. I was doing. I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And then, yeah, I was like, oh, frames dipped a couple of bits. Oh no, I'm back <laughs> into it. Like it just, it didn't, it popped in for a second and I was like, I don't give a shit. This game rules. <laughs> it feels like the, it's a miracle uh, the game runs at all considering all the things it's yeah, trying to do. Like if it, it has a couple of frame stars here and there while I'm having a blast doing everything I'm doing, it's I couldn't give a shit. Especially when you compare to like, you brought up, I know it's it's Game Freak, but like- that's, that's, that, Company, but that, like game, that game is fucking broken. Like that is that's that's a it, badly, like, yeah. badly optimized game. <laughs> that's it. Like, and just to have Nintendo come out and just be like, uh, fucking sit down. Like, yeah. here we go. All Game Freak had to do was call Monolith Soft. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Monolith are good at this shit. Yeah, like, exactly. 
and they help with Breath of the Wild, I assume they've also helped with Tears. Like, it, it for sure. feels like yeah. it. Like, for, for my, like, limited knowledge of that series and, like, seeing you play it and whatnot, I'm like, yeah, this is, <laughs> yeah, this feels like they've had a bit of a hand in this, for sure. There's also a very good video on, boy, since we're just not fully on topic, um, on, I think it's Game Maker oh, Workshop or something like that. I'll have to find the YouTube channel. I'll link it in the show notes. But it's basically resurrected an old, like, presentation Nintendo did about the design of Breath of the Wild and sure. how they actually made it work. And it's a really interesting watch. It talks about how this, their basic strategy was triangles and how they used triangles to guide the players because basically you would see a mountain in front of you and whether you went up or around, you would find other points of interest that would just basically breadcrumb you to like... Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, it's a really good watch. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. It's very... Yeah. Cool. All the shapes um, that Zelda could be designed around too. Yeah. It's just like no, nothing more <laughs> appropriate. Sort. And like when Feels I saw right. that, I was like, oh, that's why it's all mountains and all... Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. It all started to fall together. Uh, since we're talking about powers, is there anything particular out of the new powers you want to talk about or shout out at all? I know you guys are on story I, mode, but I do love the sign guy. Yeah. Um, so good. That, I yeah. love that sign guy. <laughs> just a fun... Every time you come across him, like, cool. I can't wait to... And there's little variations too. Like, this, I saw one, the sign was lower down the pole. Uh, for mm-hmm. those who don't know, I don't... This isn't... Would you call it a spoiler to explain this? I don't want to be too vague. No, nah, really. For the sign guy? No, nah, I would say there's a sign guy pretty early on when you get yeah. down He's just like a little puzzle you can do. Exactly. Yeah. And he's just, it's like a, like a Korok Seeds a little bit in a way. It's just like a puzzle you come across numerous times. A guy holding up a sign, he needs you to prop up the other side so it doesn't fall down so he can fasten it to the ground. And when you do, you use Ultra Hand by taking materials nearby to prop it up. And it's always just a blast doing it. Like, just the stupidest also- thing. It's a great little environmental puzzle, but it's also introducing the fact that those little like caches of yes of, yeah. awesome. of materials are just everywhere. So when you, uh, like you're coming over like you know a mountain or like you're coming around the corner, you can see one of those over there. You're like oh, cool, I can go over there. I can restock. I can build something else over there and see what they've got for me. It also to, to fuck around with. I love those as well in the sign guide because it gives a reason for those supply things to be around the world, mm-hmm. like. That yep. I trying to rebuild Hyrule and actually yeah. have a reason for being there as well as being useful for the player. And I just, for some reason, I really, really like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice narrative touch to it. Yeah, yeah. it's very cool. Have um have we made anything devious yet, or are we still still working on it? No, I've I'm I'm I, a straight edge. I've been pretty like <laughs> I I like symmetry as well. Steph, it gets annoyed at how much right, I like things okay. to be symmetrical. Yeah. So like I try to make things efficient and sleek. I'm not going I, when I'm doing the sign guy stuff. It tends to end up hodgepodge. Like I'm just trying to figure out how to put anything just, I've got around me together to make this work. <laughs> fucking wedge under there. Exactly like, right. Yeah, that's good but, enough. Yeah. But the um but when I'm making like a uh, a, a machine of some sort of vehicle or something. It is like it's precision on that thing where everything goes, <laughs> every fan, every, you know, flame, whatever it is. I start off like trying to, the, the worst I did, I did a, um, I did a shrine that involved having to like lift balls. Um, Oh God, I just, I fucked around for so long trying to build this one thing until I realized I could do it a certain other way. And I went, that's much easier. It <laughs> would have saved me about 45 minutes. Look, if you're, um, if you're playing Tears of the Kingdom and not over-engineering for the smallest yeah. puzzles, are you even playing Tears of the yeah, Kingdom? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> One of the rookiest uh, mistakes... But, but, are, sorry, go on, Joel, you finish. I was going to say, but the, mostly mine is just like, 
get flatbed or wood, put wheels on it, and then drive. I realise my lack of imagination sometimes playing this game. There was was one time getting a Korok uh, to his mate over the other side of a valley, um, and I had used capsules, take out one of the wings, uh, added uh, a balloon with a flame thing to make it go up, added fans to make it move towards him at the same time. And like... But kept fucking up the dismount, so I had to keep doing it over and over and over again, which was very annoying. But then learning, okay, I'm going to make it ascend twice as much, so two balloons and two flame jets, and this is get higher faster. <laughs> yep. And that experimentation is I just think, so much fun. I think I know the exact one you were doing. I ended up cheesing it and climbing up the. Did you really hand to climb up the mountain around the side with him, but carrying him in the air, just being like, "Fuck it, stay there, don't fall." Now I just wish, though, again, this is the point where I should have recalled both the Korok and the fucking machine, and yep. just gone back to the starting points and just tried again and got a better dismount, like not rebuild the whole fucking thing, which is what I did. I will say, waste yep, of capsules. I did get. <laughs> I got the last power, which is um, very handy for the building stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was the one they talked about where you could sort of save um, pl- rec- like plans and recipes and stuff. Um, <gasps> is so, that what it is? Yeah, so that's what the missing thing is. I don't think it's a spoiler to say that just because of how fucking useful it is and handy. Is there one yeah. where you can set a uh, teleport point or something as well so you can teleport to a place? Yeah, I haven't found the item yet. but There's the, an item. The, 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 it was in the... DLC to Breath of the Wild. You basically got a, a one a teleport stone you could drop on the map, yeah. and then at any point you could warp back to that point. Because I remember I people found it yet, doing the previews for this who were playing like they got to play it for like two or three hours, talked about yeah. this thing, and I'm like, that's essential, I think, to me because that ability just to, like if you accidentally fall off a sky island, just get the fuck back up there straight away. Like seems yeah. like it should be there straight away, but anyway, it's um it's one of two things because I know, I know again like. If you stick to it, you'll get it. But I can understand people who might be a bit frustrated with it. The fact that you don't get the paraglider as soon as you touch down. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Like, that's another item you should sort of get immediately. Because, I mean, I know it's just <laughs> I agree. you head a bit north and you talk to a couple of characters and you do a quest for it. But the paraglider is essential, essential in this game. Yeah. Essential. And also, I, I have seen people who have, like, encountered another character that has a quest line that involves going up in a balloon Oh, yes. If you don't have the paraglider there, oh, she yeah. basically kidnaps you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get down without dying. I apparently, didn't think of that. apparently you can you can essentially quote unquote kill that character and you all fall to the ground to your death, and then it cuts to a black screen and everyone's fine. But wow. yeah. Oh my god. Um, I saw That's an so article funny. about that and I'm like, That's very funny. But then I also saw another variant on that that someone has, didn't have the paraglider and was using horses. So basically, they were managing to fly down from like Skylands or like high up and land on a horse. Wow. And that works. I mean, poor Link's crotch. First of all. <laughs> it's like terminal velocity just Jeez. hitting a horse right in the right in the stones. But yeah. Oh god. Um, yeah, it's yeah. I, I saw that too. I was like, "God, that's funny." There's been so many of those great stories coming out about that. I mean, um, that's half the joy of the stories, right? I'm sure we've all been enjoying the way the internet is just relishing and tormenting the Koroks. I'm, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really avoiding as much as I can. Even scrolling through YouTube, I just keep coming across things. Like, I just did, wish I didn't see that. I wish I didn't see. I know that. it's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. I mean, everyone. I love looking at my friend list and like 
every single person is playing Tears of the Kingdom at the same time. Yep. You know you're part of a moment. Do you know what I mean? Where like yep. that's yeah. ex- that's extremely fun thing to be a part of right now. Like people And that was oh, sorry. No, no, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt either. But like that was part of the reason why I like one of my favorite moments of Breath of the Wild. Like not only was it because we had a new Nintendo yeah. console to play around with as well, but also we had those moments where we were on video calls at three in the morning, still like <laughs> that's right. talking to each other and just all doing completely different things in that game and just being like, oh, fuck, I didn't know I could do that. Oh, really? I want to try that out now. Like, um, the thing I want to build, I want to build a skateboard. That's what I want to build skateboards. It's so easy to do, Joel. I know it is. And it's I so easy to do. I haven't done it yet, but yeah. I saw, like, the easiest way to do it and I'm like, I've, of course, I that a, makes sense. I made a skateboard and it rocks. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can also, even you don't even need a skateboard to do it. You can grind on the rails on your shield as mm. well when you're shield surfing mm-hmm. and it just feels so cool. They made a Tony Hawk game as well. <laughs> yep. Like, Tears of the Kingdom is game of the year by default because it's every game. <laughs> totally. It is. It, it really is. But it, it but it does it so well. Like, yeah. it it manages to roll all these different genres and things and f- different types of games into, into one and make it work whilst also telling a story, whilst also being, like, the latest entry in a, a storied and revered gaming franchise. It's... It's bananas how good this game is. It's, it's a miracle. I, I was just going to say, I feel like well, it's been six years since Breath of the Wild came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I reckon that's just like the perfect amount of time between this the game as well. It was like, if this yep. came out three years, I don't think it would have been quite as well received. I think the fact that I'd like played and like completed Breath of the Wild and it'd been a long time, the hunger was there. And like getting back into it, it's feeling somehow just as if not more magical I, that's the bit that baffles me as i don't know how i'm enjoying this more somehow than breath of the wild considering I fucking love that maybe that's just recency bias i'm not sure but like i really think that six years and this is where i talk about this with other things all the time there's this problem with things sometimes when they come out too frequently they stop feeling special this feels so special because it only comes around you know twice a decade it's yep. it, it i think it was like i'm I mean, I, I wish there hadn't been delays. I wish it had come out a year ago in a sense, but it, it kind of is great that's been so long. It really, really makes it more special. Yeah, I, I actually, I really appreciate gaps. And like yeah. Nintendo and Sony both do it really well. Like, I agree. They'll just have a game like, hey, here's like God of War. When do we, when do we get the second God of War? Uh, eventually, like it'll yeah. happen when it's, when it's ready. It's when ready. It's like, ready. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, and also too, like, I mean, Nintendo, even if a game is ready, they're known to be just like, chuck it on the shelf. Yeah, we'll keep it. We'll just put it in the back pocket. Yep. We'll bring it out when we need it. And it's like, kind of dig that. Because, yeah, you do have that hype and that, that pomp and circumstance around a release of a new Zelda game or a new Mario game or something like that. It's There's a big, you know, big fanfare about it. There's a fanfare, but it's also just it feels fresh again when it comes back yeah. around. You know, it doesn't feel like... Yeah. I've just done this. It's stale. I've I've seen this before, or just literally just done it. It's like it's fresh again. It's exciting again. Yeah, it's new but again. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing, though, right? I just did a Breath of the Wild replay, so I was like, I, when I finished, I was like, I was a bit worried. I'm like, mm. having just played the first one, will it take away from my experience in the second? And the answer is no. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. I could write you a long list of why, but it would be. It would be giving away more than I want to talk about now, like the, the fresh opening segments. But there's so much in this world. There's just like yeah. a new surprise or like a, a twist on things, something I thought I knew, or just little things in the world changing. It's just great. Like they've done it. 
they've done, managed to make going back to this high rule a second time feel new, mm-hmm. and that's really impressive. And also, like, not only have they done it uh, without spoiling anything, I guess, if you've watched the trailers, but, like, they've done it in a way that narratively makes sense as well. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it. it's very cool and very impressive to see. Um, and I feel like I've only, like, scratched at the tiniest fraction. The of good it. news is you have. <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah, I know for a fact that it's only the tiniest fraction. And it's like, also a little bit, like, anxiety-inducing going, oh, God, there's too much here. <laughs> but... Um, but not in the same way as like an Ubisoft one where, or, or like, like you said, bro, with Pokemon, like it doesn't feel like a job. It feels no. like I, I, you posted that, uh, Karen, you posted that gif of, uh, I'm going on an adventure. Yeah, the Bill Boy Baggins Legitimately <laughs> is that. It feels like that. It's great. Just like running off into the wilderness. Like yeah. again, I, we all followed the set path they sort of direct you in. Yeah. But the second that was done, I was just like, I'm off. Just like, mm-hmm. I just imagine them at lookout landing in front of Hyrule Castle being like, do you reckon Link's ever coming back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Eventually. He said he would, right? Yeah. I think I saw him fly by on like a stealth bomber, but it's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> he, was doing, he was doing a kickflip across that like, <laughs> fucking turret up I there. think I saw him committing war crimes, but <laughs> I don't know. Just, just when I think the game's becoming a bit predictable too. Like there was a, it was a part coming up and I was, I was having a good time. Absolutely having a good time. But then I go to treasure chest. And I'm like, okay, this will probably be an opal. You know what I mean? It'll be another gem or something like that. And I open it and I hope this isn't a spoiler to say, feel free to cut this out if it is. It was like, it was a map that marked a spot on my no. overworld map. Oh, And I was like, yeah, that's, that's new. Where the, I, I, I like, I instantly was like, Oh, like, like, like the like was, uh, they exclaim it like in the you know everyone just <laughs> moans sort of as their sounds went with the text. Like, I was like, huh? I was like, I was just like, that's a whole other thing. I even know what those X's mean yet, but I've since got three of them, and like, I can't wait to find out what that's about. This is fucking awesome. It's there was also an NPC I talked to who was like walking from one point to another, who um was just who was who was a treasure hunter, ah. and they um. They were they marked my map of a bunch of locations oh, for like useful cool. ones as well. Man, so, I haven't cool. seen that. I bumped into someone who was trying to deliver some again, some minor spoilers for like a little environmental thing, but like um who was trying to deliver some sand seals. Like yep. plushy sand seals oh, you've made. Wow. That's cool. And that <laughs> like that like triggered a mini game that oh. like felt like a yeah, it drew like a like a timed mini game. That's cool. But I could only do once. I don't know if I could, I could go and speak to her again and maybe have wow. a go at it. But I I don't think you could because it wouldn't make sense the way that it gets set up narratively again. The, the way you encounter her. Um. But yeah, I was like, oh, that's neat. And then yeah, it's it was it was funny too because it it sort of you know in like Ocarina of Time where you do the mini games, you have to pay money mm-hmm. to do them. So again, this is a minor spoiler for this like particular little moment, but like she, um, you scare her, and that's where why all the sand seals get scared out of her horse and cart. <laughs> and she goes, "Well, hey, help me, fucking help me pick yeah, these pick up, up, basically." And she's like, "I'll, I'll give you something for it, but you, it's kind of your fault. So how about you give me twenty? She goes, "How about you give me twenty rupees, oh and I'll God. use it as like a, a deposit, and you can get it back if you help me out." Oh my God! And so that was like their way of invo- like rolling into uh like you know the whole the whole idea of being able to pay for a mini game yeah. i was like that's very funny nice uh is there anything before i'm gonna i'll bring this on a little bit any anything else power wise you want to talk about how do you feel about um 
fuse yeah with the putting weapons and stuff together i'm enjoying it more and more at first i think again it was probably just a lack of imagination it was like boulder on stick yeah um yeah different boulder on different stick no it got Mm -hmm. and then they started to add like specific elements that have specific characteristics that when you combine them with certain things they you know this works in this way and it got it started to get a little more tactical in how i was using that um, I mm-hmm. do agree with the criticism you said in story mode that it would be easier if you could somehow fuse things within the menu rather than having to drop them yeah. and then fuse them. I do find that a little bit annoying. Um, yeah. But overall, it's as you're given more things to fuse with, as you find different sorts of weapons and things like that to start doing, it does start getting a lot more fun and creative and tactical, I think. I turned myself into a Tetris man. Tetris man? <laughs> Yeah, I was <laughs> I was doing a trying and I had like blocks that were like looked like Tetris shaped, ah. and I was showing my wife how to like like how all the different abilities worked, and I just happened to like put one, like an L block on my shield, and it just turned it into a big L block shield, and then I went, well, what if I did that with this wooden stick that I have, and now I am Tetris Man, so um, <laughs> Tetris Man. and it's fucking great. <laughs> um, there's a specific like. What I do like about the fuse stuff is it actually lets you make, because obviously other weapons are, for, for for narrative reasons, deteriorating yes. and like you know, yeah, falling apart. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a cool way to justify why you're using fuse. Because yeah. like obviously if you have a shiny new sword, you're like, why would I put anything on this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you pick up this rusty one, you're like, oh, I'll stick something mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. There's a particular enemy tier and type that I killed, and I they dropped their horn. Yeah. And I was able to use it to basically make a katana. That's awesome. Like, cool. I, what I like about the new enemies, because they have like little changes to their horns mm-hmm. and stuff that really help. First of all, you can tell them apart a lot easier. But you can look at you look at them, you're like, oh, I could make like a hammer with that or a, like a trident or something. I yeah. love that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's really cool. I think also just the, the thing that's helpful about Fuse is like in Breath of the Wild, I felt like I need to have a hammer and an axe and like all these different weapon types on hand. Whereas because they had specific utilities that wasn't necessarily for damage dealing or combat um like for instance if you have a hammer you're gonna have an easier time like mining mineral materials out of like those stones and stuff like that but now if i come across something like that i don't have a hammer on me i can fuse a rock that's nearby to something i already have yep. and like uses a hammer it's like i find that helpful that i don't feel like i have to carry a fucking hammer around with me all the time or a, the drill thing or whatever it was that was in um breath of the wild like it, that's I- that's helpful I was going to say, I also really appreciated the ability to fuse hammers because I remember we talked about it with Simon on our mm. episode beforehand. We were talking about abilities we, we weren't sure Link would have because he doesn't have like the Sheikah Slate. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the topic of bombs came mm-hmm. up. Now, yeah. it's not a spoiler to say that you don't have bombs. They have actually been returned to being bomb flowers. Yep. Yep. And I was, at first I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. But then I started finding all the caves and how thick the rock layering was. So I was like, no, it's a much better choice. I would hate to like put a bomb down wait for the little timer to go off again, then put another bomb down. Yeah. Whereas now you can just like smash it with a stick and a rock. Yep. Yep. Then usually as you're breaking them, they make more small rocks in case your current yep. one breaks. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's a much better system now. Same, same with like ice and things as well. Yeah, yeah. Very similar, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm digging it. Um, Is there any, I'm not sure, because I mean, I've played Breath of the Wild recently, so there was a couple of things that jumped out at me. Is there any changes you've noticed that you like in Tears? The main one, again, Broad would have heard us talk about this on 
the story mode podcast, but the recipes for cooking is the biggest mm, one for me. That's very cool. Well, I actually don't. I, Do I don't like think that. I've heard that deeply into the episode yet. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. So basically, you know how you've got your um your your cooking subscreen mm-hmm. where it stores all your your cooked items. Mm-hmm. You can press a button to bring up your recipe index. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. And yeah. That's very helpful. And then, <laughs> yeah, and, I know. And, and then, it will store the history of the most recent yeah, ones sweet. you've done. And it will show you if if you made one say if say it's one like you only used a, a certain amount of ingredients, it shows you what the effect of that was. So it might be only like two minutes of right. cold day, like. Like, but this one when you use like five different of those items, it was like ten minutes. And I think that's so cool. I haven't, I haven't mm. double checked, but I'm almost certain as well that you can, if you're on your material screen, if you've got the recipe, you can cook from the recipe in your material screen. It's like an option oh. for like hold from recipe or something. I think. Ooh. Yeah, because like the the cooking is so good in Breath of the Wild, but definitely like remembering the recipes can be a real pain in the ass. Absolutely. Like, so you want to make something in particular, be like, oh, was it? meat and rice and this or whatever it became i had to google it i had to leave the game and like look through google to remember how i did it yeah which is much more intuitive i think actually if i've got a complaint about this game is that the material item list is getting so fucking long that when i'm trying to scroll through i'm like trying to add something to my spot my uh, my uh, arrows okay okay i was on bomb arrows but now i need ice oh there it is finally it takes a while it does. It really does. And I do. I, I never tried to work around that with the filter. You can filter by like fuse power, most used and type. But um, oh, most it, used it, it, would be good. Like, actually, I should start using that. That's good. Yeah, do that one because for me, it's almost always my bomb arrows yep. or the little like glow the, the, for, like, Absolutely, and the KCIs get a bit of a use as well. <laughs> yeah, like those, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good um, to know because <laughs> that would yeah, be a little it, bit annoying. If you're using them a lot, then yeah, that's a good way to do it. And the only reason I know that is there's a particular area that I went to that really needed me to be fusing to my arrow constantly, mm-hmm. and I got real sick of it. I'm like, there's got to be a better way. I d- something oh, intuitive. Frequency. Something intuitive that I did like about the fuse arrows, though, is that you don't have to turn the fuse power on. If you're just holding, if yes. you've just got the, the arrow knocked, and then you press up on the D-pad, which brings up your materials, it knows that you're wanting to fuse. So if you could have yeah. been in a different power it will go oh you're trying to fuse right now you mean fuse and do it i was like thank yeah. you for being intuitive like that that's really helpful um and you do you know you can throw straight from um you can throw items from the the game screen as well i i always have to like yeah i always feel like i have to get my sword ready to throw then change it to a material and then throw it so you can do so it directly you, from the menu you, you can't it, it's still the same sort of thing but you just flick across and make sure you've got nothing in your hand okay gotcha it's a bit, still a couple of steps, but at least you won't risk because boy, have I thrown a lot of swords away. <laughs> oh yeah, yep, yep. Which and, yeah, and sometimes like, like it, especially early on in the game when they're not that strong and they hit they enemies break. and they just shatter. <laughs> you're like, oh, I just made that. I wanted the, I wanted to use that. I didn't keep the receipt. <laughs> that was new. <laughs> what I did find is, um, fuse has helped me. Not that I, I didn't hate the weapon degradation in Breath of the Wild, yeah. but mm. I feel like it. Because you can fuse pretty much all the time, I don't notice it as much in this one. I agree. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's helped a lot with that, um, which I think back on Breath of the Wild and it, it gets tedious. Uh, it does. And just losing something good, it's just like an e- it's easy to replace it with something equally good or interesting when you're fusing items. I think it's very, very helpful. Um, it- do you want to talk about shrines? How have you found the shrines? Yeah. 
Oh, I love them. The shrines, <laughs> the shrines are so good. I was, I, again, because I'd recently played, played Breath of the Wild, I was like, I did a full shrine one as well. So I got to the end, I was like, boy, I just did 120 shrines. I wonder if I feel any sort of burnout in tears. No, the shrines are all, they're even more fun, it seems like. They're, and they're, they're using those those different powers in such fun ways. Like, yeah, there's some, there's been some really interesting ones and, and, and they sort of get your brain scratching and then barely scraping through them, basically. And sometimes, involving rails, basically. Sometimes a bridge will just solve it for you anyway. Like, it's up to your creativity <laughs> how you want to deal with it. Uh, yeah, I just love, like, default bridge mode. <laughs> and just, like, slap together, like, four planks of wood. Just, like, fucking chuck that over there. Yep, there we go. I'm good. Yeah, but how, how about you, Brian? How are you finding it? Very them? good. They feel like, in some ways, much like just the next level of tutorial. Like, I almost feel like they're really fun, yeah. but it's almost like, okay, now you've learned that, go and use that in the real world where the real challenge is, the real, like, they- puzzles are. Um, but that's not to say that I'm having a great time. I find them really fun, really, really fun. They feel like they feel like portal, like the idea mm. of portal. When every time you enter a new test chamber, it it's teaching like, you right, something cool. new as well. Is- yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So you're learning new things. And that's a really good point, especially in portal, Especially in Portal 2 when you start, breaking out of those test yes. and you have that sort of like slightly more opening area to play around in. I, yeah. I don't want to, I won't spoil anything because I don't know if you've seen it yet, but what I will say is some of my favorite shrines, they have, let's just say they've taken notes from Eventide Island. Oh, <laughs> really? There cool. are some shrines where they take notes from Eventide Island. I won't, they're, they're all, Hell yes. they've all kind of got different things, That's cool. but there are, if you liked Eventide Island, there are some shrines that will be right up your alley. Absolutely. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm, I want to get out and see what's going on down there too. I won't tell you what's down there. <laughs> oh, card spin. <laughs> Shit. Like I said, I finished the opening area and then I basically had like a checklist of places I want to go to. And of yeah. course, even time was on. Like, yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Go check out the villages, go see if my house is still in Hatino Village and go see Tarrytown. And- I forgot about my house. Oh, <laughs> shit. I completely Imagine forgot Imagine if that. it remembered Fuck, all the things I put in that house in Breath yeah, of the Wild. I, could go so in, I had a lot of sick items on the wall I would like to go and collect. That'd be great. <laughs> They'll all be degraded, unfortunately, obviously, based on the story, but I really still want to go it's there. It's like duped master swords all along the <laughs> <laughs> Just grab one of those. Uh, try, is there anything else you want to talk about, Tears of the Kingdom-wise? Anything that's... Before we move There's, on, there is really... stuff that, but uh, we won't mention it because they do feel like big spoilers. Um, I will say, early on, uh, some I think it might be in the first or second, ten, first or second, sorry, shrine on um, the Great Sky Island. I there was a small key that made me really happy. I don't think there was a single small key in. Uh, in Breath of the Wild, I don't remember yeah. it, but I knew what it meant. There were some, but they were only in shrines and only a couple. Oh, so this was in a, this was in a shrine too. But, uh, but it, but again, but they did it earlier though, so I'm not sure because like it took a while. I feel like in Breath of the Wild to find mm. one in a shrine. And I'm hoping because they're in earlier, maybe there's more stuff with them. But even yeah, there's. There's been some amazing times when I've used Ascend and been rewarded for it. Right, like where it's just like, like this door's locked. I'm like, oh yeah. Well, there's a cave underneath here, so we'll <laughs> see about that. Yeah. I'll be back. Let me just roof hacks my way through this problem. I've had at least three different instances where I've used Ascend just purely to like... One was, again, showing my wife like all the different abilities. 
Uh, and then the other two were just trying to get out of places or like explore areas. <laughs> and I've just like literally popped up in front of a chest and I'm like, well, I'll have that. One <laughs> of them, I literally went through, I went through the chest and yeah. came up at the top of the chest and I was like, all right, I'll just climb out here and I'll just open that, <laughs> grab my, grab my t- stack of 10 arrows out of there and I'll, I'll be on my way. Um, yeah. I, I, so good. I want to shout out the music too. Yeah, I was going to say music, music is, is very cool because I, I I do appreciate that Breath of the Wild was so sparing with its music, but I feel like this has a lot more variety a lot earlier on. Um, I guess because of what what's going on in the game. But um, man, when you do one of those towers, when you unlock a mm-hmm. tower yeah, the, point, the towers are so good. I, I, that too. Also, is that spoiling? I mean, you do we want know to land. We know there's get, towers. Yeah, yeah. It's, how yeah. You, it's how you get your paraglider. Like, but it's also like, <laughs> don't spoil how it happens. But just or, or, it is a or exactly what it's happens. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's yeah, fun. that's yeah, it's fucking awesome. I, and and what, then, I, what I the like, music that plays there is excellent. What I like about those for a second reason is like, you have it puts you in a position where you can be like, right, yes. I'm going that way. Yeah. And it's, it's sometimes yep. really handy. Yeah, I think absolutely. That's a, if you're talking about changes from Breath of the Wild, like that's a really good one, how the towers operate. The same thing is, and I won't spoil it exactly what it is for those who haven't played it yet, but if you think about there is like an equivalent of the memories in Breath of the Wild, the equivalent yeah. of that in this is so much more fun to execute on, like as a as a puzzle i guess as a game mechanic mm-hmm. it is yeah far more fun and i'm i remember memories being a bit of a chore like go find this thing whatever now it's like oh there's one of those things i want to go do that straight away because it's fun yeah the the memory yeah. is because obviously in the first one you would be look at a photo and you'd just be walking around an area i'm pretty sure this is it but where the hell is it yeah whereas yeah. this one i like but it's just like it's so obvious where it is. Like finding the exact point is a bit of work, but at least you know. You're like, okay, well, that massive yes, image. Yes, yes, exactly right. Yeah. Um, Looking at photos is a bit of a tired trope now in video games. It, it can be used effectively and, and still be fun to do, but like, yeah, it did feel a bit like, okay, cool. It's wandering around in circles for to find the exact spot. Um, whereas this feels a lot more. There's a lot more spectacle to it as well, which is yeah. very cool. Yeah. The only other thing I can think of I really want to talk about is a little bit, a little bit obscure, um, because it's probably something I'm only I've done. Maybe other people are doing it. Every time I got, tried, I forgot that X was the sprint button. Basically, I forgot you could sprint in this game, and mm-hmm. I kept trying to sprint by pushing down on L3 on the left stick, and I kept crouching. It was so annoying. Crouching. So I went and I changed it. I went into the controller settings and changed X to L3 and L3 to X. Um, I'm I'm I it kind of works like sometimes it seems to slip off, so I'll be sprinting and I won't all of a sudden won't be sprinting. Um, and I also have to remember every time they usually want you to X to like skip a cutscene or like cancel something, I have to press down the stick, <laughs> not press the actual X button. Oh god! <laughs> but, but it's not that it's not that frequent. It's, I think X is to drop sometimes. I'm like, why isn't it dropping? Oh yeah, that's right, that one. Um, <laughs> yep. But I, it's made my life a little bit easier because I'm like. I can sprint and I don't feel like I have to do this weird jujitsu where if I want to move the camera, I have to like, yeah, it kind of sucks. It's fixed that problem, which has been good. It's the, the, the other thing that that would be handy for is doing like a running jump. Yes. Like, it's, like jump off yeah. things. It's so yeah, much that's easier. The thing where, 
You've got to go from the bottom to the top of yeah. that See, official D-pad or those I face think, buttons. I think from just doing running and sprinting and from software games, my right hand is already <laughs> just deformed enough <laughs> to like, I just automatically assume the claw position. So I'm just sort of used to it. Because in from software, like the top face button is to sprint and then the bottom is to jump or vice versa. So I'm just so used to doing it. But it, yeah, I did actually end up flipping my jump and dash. I, I, I know I you can like, do that in the menu, and I did that too. And yeah, I, and so I, I did that. Very happy to have done that. Yeah. That was a good call. I might do that. Actually. I just don't like reaching for the dash on the top. I'm like, no, it's just it's helpful if it's next to my, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Just well, but, make it L three, and then make X yeah, is only when true. you need to fucking squat down, which is you do need to do relatively often. But it's like one button press, and you don't have to make a weird claw hand to do it when you want to sprint. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Two last things I want to shout out. I shouted them out on the Story Mode podcast, but I'll any chance to bring them up. Love caves. Love the addition of caves. They so are cool. Really cool. Really cool. Just shit. this again, because obviously we know there are already like three layers to Hyrule now. But even having that extra layer on the surface is just great. There's, there's, like, there's wait, there's how many layers to Hyrule? Do you say? There's three. Are we talking about the third layer? Uh, I'll say that it's there. Okay. Oh God, I thought we were deliberately avoiding <laughs> we, that. We, we sort of we sort of talked it's heavily implied. Okay. We sort of talked about it briefly. I mean, you sort of start down there, but yeah, there is obviously there's a third yes. layer. I won't say what it is or how big it is, but it is there. Yes. And definitely go there and be brave. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, caves. Yeah, caves really are great. Good in- really good. I, do I love, love they get marked on in- your map. So like, yes. Yeah. You if if you found one, but you maybe haven't gone all the way in yet because you couldn't for some reason come back to it later. I think it gives you a tick when you've done something in each of those caves, because each cave seems yes. to have a particular thing. thing. So that's helpful yeah. to keep track of. <laughs> I, I like, I, I do like every time you walk into a cave and it pops up with discovery. Yeah. Like before it like gives it the name. It always makes me happy every time I do it. I do. Like, I also like there's a lot of things we're collecting. There's the stuff you get from shrines. Yep. There are some things on the sky island you can collect. Mm-hmm. I've started getting more batteries now. Like it's just like, mm. there's always something to find and, put to mm-hmm. use it's great um so t- t- which I, and which helps bit that there's lots more other things to collect because at first i was a little bummed yeah. that was like it's koroks again oh it's koroks again and they've made them more interesting so that's good but like it's koroks again and the same with like how you get stamina and hearts yeah. i was like oh this is exactly the same i was I'm like yeah. i understand the formula and like but because breath of the wild breath of the wild broke a formula for it to be so similar was at first disappointing um, it obviously works. It's, there's a reason it's there. But then when you add these other things, that didn't seem so bad to me anymore or it didn't seem so yeah. disappointing. It's like, oh, okay, but you've added all this other stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Like there's stuff I'm collecting that I don't even know what to do with yeah. yet. I'm like, I haven't, I've got like 300 of a particular item. Like, where do I take this? <laughs> I don't know. So yeah. know. we'll see how I go mm. for that. But um, yep. I also wanted to shout out briefly. We talked about the horriblins and how they look, mm-hmm. all the enemies look a bit different, but just the enemy, enemy variety yeah. feels feels better. I agree. It just feels better. I agree, hundred percent. And like likes are back, and they're awful. So that's oh, great. they're fucking the horrible. moment I then- saw one, I was so happy. <laughs> and, yeah, like they look a little like they look doofy now. They don't look disgusting. They look like, they disgusting. Are, what are you talking about? No, they, they are, are disgusting. They are but disgusting. because of this, th- because like of the art style, of the intestinal parasites. No. 
yeah, thing. I'm not, yeah, I'm not having this job. Because like, the disgusting. art style of the game, they don't look... You think about what they look like in something like like a you know, fucking Nintendo 64 graphic oh, yeah. palette. That palette is like... Ugh, like makes no, me sorry. I saw, I saw my first like-like and I was like, oh, they look fucking yeah, gross. Yeah. I didn't know what it was yeah. at first. Once I picked up the like-like stone, I was like, oh, that's a like-like, of course it is. <laughs> so good. Yep. So so good. Um, All right. Last call for Tears of the Kingdom. It's so good. It's so good. It's just it's a fucking good like, video game. Like, it's I, like will, I will bookend my comments on <laughs> it. Like, this is the stuff like you're like, oh, this is why I'm a gamer. It's like when this shit comes yeah, around, yep. it's like Yep. Oh, I got COVID a month too early. I needed it right now. I need an excuse to stay home and yeah. just play this fucking thing. Like, holy shit. I just what's all I want to do. Just, I'm at work and like the kids are like coughing without covering their mouths. I'm just like slowly like, <laughs> Can I get like me some of that? Weaving into yeah. I just I just I can't remember a game except for my breath of the wild, but this goes on a level that just from literally moment to moment, I'm having fun in every element, whether it's traversal, whether it's creating things with ultra hand, whether it's combat, whether it, whatever is just constantly fun. And I, it's, sometimes I just wish games would remember that they're meant to be fun first. And that's why I yeah, really appreciate mm-hmm. Nintendo because they remember that stuff. It's like, I'm all for like people who are like all for challenge or whatever, or, you know, who want them a huge amount of hours of their game. They go forever. But and this game is huge, obviously. But it's just I, it, you got to commend them for just packing in so much fun into this game. I I I feel like I I really enjoyed that Nintendo commer- of Australia commercial, the sad sad man, sad man. Zelda commercial. I get it though; <laughs> um, speaks to me. But that's but that's the thing. Now I have the game in my hands. I'm like that moment where he like smiles and goes yes. Like that's that. Every time, like every yeah. time we do something new, I'm just like, yes, fuck yeah. It's just, it's just nice to have fun in a game. Like I, I, I love, um, like brush. I don't know. I feel like I love more games than I hate, but even, even with that, like just playing a new Zelda, let alone Tears of the Kingdom is always just a really special moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They come along so rarely. I mean, honestly, like most of the big Nintendo YPs are like that, like new Mario, New Metroid. (laughs) Getting plenty of Metroid. Be a happy man. You've been spoiled recently. I'm scared. Like I imagine I should be excited. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'd be excited for four if I were you. I'm for four. Yeah. I think you should be very excited for Metroid. I can't even imagine what that that game's gonna look like. With Nintendo being like on top of their game, you know, for game dev and ex- embracing this like freedom for players, like Mario Odyssey had it, this had it. It's very true, yeah. Like, what man, what Met- what's Metro Prime 4 gonna look like? I can't wait. Yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's a, another episode on its own. Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom, believe the review scores. Seriously. Like, sometimes I look at them and I'm just like, are you sh- really? But Tears, no, it, it's earned every one of those, like, no. what is it, 97 on, on Empocritic? Do you remember, moment? like, yeah. two months ago before the Ionuma video and before the last trailer? Where I don't know about you, but I was a little worried. Like none of the trails, none of the trails yeah. have blown me away. I was a little bit like, oh, is this going to be Breath of the Wild again? Because this really make you know be great. Can it compete? Are people going to review bomb it because they're just like, it's you know they love Breath of the Wild. This is just more of the same, and that's not enough. And then that Ironuma video, then that trailer, and then the review stores start coming out, and then you start playing. You're like, what the fuck was I worried about? I'm an yeah. idiot. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, of course they're gonna fucking nail this. But yeah. I, 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 I legitimately had concerns. A lot of people did. A lot of people were worried. Yeah, yeah, no. absolutely. There was a little part of me that was like, oh, what if it's bad? Like, like it's- before that Ionuma video, I was definitely just like, if they haven't shown us 
anything. Yeah. And this game comes out in a couple of months. Yeah. Like, I want to be more excited, but I'm just, I'm not there. The video from Anima helped, obviously. But when I, because I was going to not watch that, that three minute video, I was like, I'll just wait till the game comes out. But I heard people talking about it, most of the music, and I was like, no, I fucking love Zelda music. I'm to watch this trailer. <laughs> God, <that. laughs> and I watched it, and I don't think I've been so happy watching a game trailer. In a my trailer life. just is exactly what I needed. It's exactly yeah. I just when needed the, that bolt of hype. It was just a kick up, yeah, yeah, just yeah. like the kick you needed. And it's like, worked. Oh, They've right. sold 10 million units in three days. Oh yeah, holy fucking shit! Insane. Like, when that 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 theme kicks in, yeah. like with the drums underneath it, you're just like, oh fucking, I, I'm ready to go. Let's I, do this. I will be tuning into the game awards just to hear that part oh, of the game. Can't wait for the sax play. man to step out to <laughs> yeah, stage. Get the sax man. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> it's gonna be yes. a blast. I also feel bad for and like, look, I'm super excited for like Final Fantasy 16 mm-hmm. and, and like Spider Man 2, but just playing Tears, it's sort of like when I played Elden Ring last year. In the back of my mind, oh, I'm like. This, nah, is, this, this is the best yeah. movie. It just there is. could be a few God of War Ragnaroks this year. It's like it could be Final Fantasy 16. It could be yeah. Spider-Man 2. It might even be Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2, which, you know, yeah, that could... It could, it could they, they said, said and I think that's going to be great. But, like, they're all going to be the bridesmaid this, this year. It's like, there's just no yeah, way around it. Like, no, who, who's runner-up? <laughs> that's it, that's yeah. That's what they should do like, the Game Awards. It's like, okay, obviously Breath of the Wild. Who gets <laughs> the second best game it of the year? It was like the year when we did our our, um, our game of the year the Persona? when Persona Five yeah. came out, and we were like, we did our uh, like, it's like kill your babies video games battle royale, and we're like, well, we have to disqualify Persona Five <laughs> from <laughs> this because otherwise it defeats the purpose of doing this. No one's killing. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are right, bro. They should just have like at the game awards. It should just be like game of the year that isn't Tears that's of the Kingdom. It. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what yeah. the title of the thing. It's the game of the year that isn't yeah. Tears of the Kingdom awards <laughs> hosted by Jeff Kelly. <laughs> Well, they just give Tears of the Kingdom its own award. It's been like, best Tears of the Kingdom of the year. It's like, yeah. here you go. You earned this. Congratulations. The actual best game of the year. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, well, to shift gears slightly from like, I mean, it's still, tell you what, some of the, like, we spoke briefly about how some of the shrines feel like they are tutorials. Mm-hmm. There have been some that have definitely wrinkled my brain a little bit to... To take a quote from Troy Barnes of Community. <laughs> um, and on the topic of wrinkling my brain, I've actually spent the better part of today playing Humanity. You played a game that is isn't a... Zelda? Yeah, well, I figured that? in preparation for this episode, I've played a lot of Zelda this week. Like, I want to say probably 20 or 30 hours. And I zoomed by map out and I was like, shit, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, there is still like five regions I haven't touched wow. yet, so I'm screwed. But um, so I spent today, it's like, today I'm just going to play some Humanity, so I've got something that's not Zelda to bring to the show. And I've also sort of been looking forward to it, because, you know, we all have a soft spot for Lemmings, and this mm. is just like, new Lemmings, except yeah. really weird and like, sort of like a fever dream, I guess. I mean, Lemmings so, um, is a bit of a fever dream, if you think about it. it, it was, I guess it was, It was a pretty yeah. weird game. I think... He- you were playing it when I came over here to record, and like you were just like, yeah, it's just like Lemmings, except it'll make you cry. Wow. And I was like... <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, well, awesome. I mean, I wouldn't. I just, I haven't gotten enough into the story to know where it's going. But um, it's it's weird. It's so weird. But I'm so, I'm digging it a bit. I don't even know how to talk about the story. So I'm, I'm honestly <laughs> not. I'm not going to. Basically, you play as a little little Shiba Inu, like a little dog, and all these people essentially do what you want them to do. So a lot of the puzzles you played the demo. Didn't I did. You I, so I played you the demo of, completion. Yeah. You can sort of help guide sure. me a bit. A lot of the puzzles are sort of isometric, but you've got full camera view, and you just control your little dog, and you run across the um the play field, and you can place down 
like I guess orders mm-hmm. so like turn or jump or stuff like that and that's the main s- skeleton of the the puzzle and they just like build from there um i'm not sure what the demo was i'm guessing it was probably the tutorial stage i can't remember probably uh, i imagine so it would have been yeah it was definitely yeah. like just giving you new challenges every every level yeah. basically yeah and that's that's it starts so good and i'm not it's not that i'm hating where it is but i got to the most recent chapter which is called fate and it takes the one thing away from me that was sort of, again, not the reason I was win- like able to beat the puzzles, but it definitely made it easier. It's like, okay, well, hang on. This is fate, right? This chapter's fate. So when things are set in motion, that's it. Oh. So basically you have to you have to make all your moves Beforehand. before you hit go. Um, cool. And that was enough to make me go, oh, I need to rethink how I play this game. Because well, hold on. Typically. If, so yeah. if I remember playing it, it's like you'd set your things up and then... Oh, you so in that scenario you couldn't keep placing things down. Yes. So once you there's like a little button you hit, which is like a power button. Yep. Once you hit that button, it all plays out and you can just you have So to watch. if it fails, can you just it resets the whole thing but you keep the things you put down down, or do you have to put them all down again? So it's actually it's an option because oh, when you okay. when you even you can do it mid trial. Basically if you pause, you've got an option to restart without your markers, or you can keep them there. I usually pick to keep them there, yeah. but if you are a perfectionist, it does track in the stats when you do it without doing that. Interesting. So, cool. And it also has all the solution videos baked in if yeah. you want to watch yeah. it, but it will also track how many of those you watch mm. as well in the stats. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking keeping tabs like, on you. Look, here's how you do it. You can watch it, but I'm remembering <laughs> and I'm putting it in the stats screen. It's like, well, okay, I'm not doing it then. Don't judge me. It's like, ah, finish the game. It's like, yeah, but did you? <laughs> did you? Like- <laughs> Look, you can have your platinum, but if you check the stats, we'll know. We'll know. It's like somehow the platinum trophy is like tarnished in some way. It's got like that would be great. It's got more icons, just a little less shiny than someone who perfected it. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what because I'm I like a good puzzle game, mm-hmm. but I think what struck me most about this was just its its aesthetic. I guess it's quirkiness I is it's a just... lot of fun. Like I think it's a big appeal playing yeah. the demo. The it's hard to know what... It is really hard to know what to compare it to. There are a lot of touchstones for yeah. it. It's kind of like the people that it's you're like leading Lemmings around is kind of... Yeah, Lemmings is definitely the style of it. There was a game that was at PAX last year, and I don't know if oh. I remember what it's called, but it was like Shit. you had to set up a similar thing where it's like it was to the music was beat, and you had to Steam set deck. up... It was a Yes, that's deck. what I play it, as well. It was by... Who was it? <sighs> it was by a studio. You're, the, you're the indie uh, expert here, Joel, but you had to... Is it... It's. It was Witch Beam that made it, wasn't it? You tell Google. me. I you think tell it may me. Have been but you the unpacking guys. Yeah. Similar. Yeah, like, similar to that, you have to set up the things and you like watch it play yeah. out. And it's like, okay, that didn't work. Oh, this is the thing I need to do. And it was it, Tempopo. Yes, that's it is. It. it was the people who made uh, unpacking. There you go. <laughs> Witch Beam games. Um, similar puzzle to that. Yes. It's just the I think the aesthetic of it and like these weirdly like faceless simish people that you're bring you're bringing with you and like these godlike aesthetics of people like rising yeah. up into the sky and then like. The, the dark versions, the enemy people that you come across in certain puzzles and stuff I like that. just got to them. So they were they were in the tutorial. Oh, they were in okay. the demo too. The very one of the last ones they introduced the idea of these like the the others or whatever they're the called. Others, yeah. yeah. And they and they try to take your goldies if you Correct. have them, like your gold Yes, men. yes, yes. Even yeah. like all that. Yeah. There's so much like God imagery and like uh, heaven and hell imagery and stuff involved in it. I think that's a big part of it. And like... I think the re- the thing that brought me to this game is a it looked interesting on a puzzle level, but b it's made by the guys that or the, the developers that made Tetris Effect, right? 
Is that right? I think so. I think so. Which and is, I, and I think which is the, the reason I put them well, on my fantasy <laughs> league because I believe in that team because Tetris Effect was so good. Um, I, I I enjoy it on a puzzle level and I enjoy it on an aesthetic level. I don't know if I've got much more to say about it. this. Is me just talking about the demo necessarily. Yeah, no, that's fair. But that's are fair. you like, are you driven to keep? Because I go to the end of the demo and I wasn't quite like hit pre-order. Do you know what I mean? I was kind of like, I hope this yeah. shows up on PS Plus one day because I'll definitely play the whole thing. I'm having a good time that's with why, this. That's why. I'm, that's the reason I'm really playing it. It's on the whatever the tier is that gets you the game oh, library. Right. The game library. Gotcha. Oh, that's. I mean, and yes. and that's probably exactly where it belongs. I think. I think a lot of people yeah, play it for sure. that reason. Um, are you are you compelled to keep playing it, especially when you've got Tears of the Kingdom just sitting over there? Um, maybe not. Com- like I, I kind of want to finish yeah. it because I am intrigued to see what other sort of puzzles they can cook up that'll make me want to, you know, take my brain out and throw it against the wall. Yeah, which I'm already sort of getting close. <laughs> some of the stuff they're expecting me to do. It has this nice thing again with all puzzle games where you start a new chapter. It's like here's the mechanics of this yeah. chapter. It's pretty easy, and then halfway through they're like, "Fuck you." Yep. Here's all these other rules. Do them both at the same time. Like, I, I was sitting down with my housemate, just looking at your screen. I had seven orders I could give. Like, seven turn orders. And I had to do all this stuff with that. And I'm like, I don't know how to do it. Like, yeah. I just... There was like... I had to push blocks and walk into teleport pads. And it's just... But when I did it, God, it's you just... You felt like a like genius. Like an old puzzle game. So sad. Yeah, that, that is like a genius. That is the trick of a good puzzle game. And one of the reasons I enjoyed the demo and was compelled to keep playing it's why I love Portal, all those sorts of games. It's why I found like I found myself bub- uh, bouncing off Bubba as you. Did you ever play Bubba as you? It, I always wanted to. Yeah, yeah, me too, but I never did. It's like it's definitely a genius game. It's also kind of brain bendingly hard to the point where it's like I kind of got through the first area and then it started to hit a challenge level. Was like I'm probably just not too smart for this, but I'm not having fun anymore because of it as well. Like. Yeah. Um, and that's the balancing act. And it sounds like even the things of, op- you know, giving options on how to reset. We'll remember it, but we want you to be able to enjoy the game yeah. too. It's probably the smart way to do this because you might have one puzzle where you have to watch the tutorial video and you do it that way, but at least gets you to go, oh, now I understand this mechanic. The next time I have to do it, I I, I can do this and I'll feel smart again about it. Like, um, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because well, what also works for it is it will load you into the, to the, the trial, the puzzle, mm. and you have a very clear idea of what you have to use. Like, it'll tell you mm-hmm. what you can use at the top. It's not like you have to sit there and you have to look at this long list of turn and jump and float and all that. It's like, no, no, this one, you have access to these abilities, just use them to solve the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, maybe as it gets further in, it gets more complicated, but I've, I'm finding right now I never really have more than, like, two or three things I have to be aware of having on hand, so... Yeah, it's just really just the figuring it out part, which is it's if you like puzzle games, it's quite fun. Mm, cool. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We're we're on the edge here before a lot of big games come out, so I, I will try to get back to it. But Tears is pretty demanding. Yeah, we got a Street Fighter Six beta this weekend. Oh my God. And- I I uh, also in in the literally the night before uh, Tears of the Kingdom came out, I did finish Resident Evil Four Remake. Okay, give me a, give me a quick, brief thoughts and a grade. Uh it's great. It's such a good video. It they, I, it's very similar. It, it, not of the same caliber, I guess, to like Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild. It's like they just they remade a really good video game and did it in a very well good way. Any other year could have been game of the year. But... Absolutely, it <laughs> what was a shame. It's it's great. I got to the end of that and like I love how dumb action movie that game gets towards the end, and it was just. 
It was so nice. And I, it felt fitting finishing it just before, like, rolling straight into Tears of the Kingdom. Um, we, we talked about games that are coming out. Um, I think the only thing worse than coming out after Tears is coming out before Tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because at, at that point, you, you're cooked. <laughs> uh, it, it, well, I'm glad I did play it before, yeah. before I, 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 got, I rolled into it. But, yeah, I would give it an S rank. S S rank. Yeah. Good when rank when did yeah. Horizons Zero, not Horizons uh, Burning Shores <laughs> come out? Fucking two weeks yeah. before. How does it keep getting rolled by Zelda? Weeks. What a what a poor poor game that is. Actually, I, something just occurred to I me. Bet they, the yeah, you're talking about like this is a bad year for other video games coming out. You also talked about the same thing with Elden Ring last year. Originally, Tears of the Kingdom was meant to come out last year. How would that Battle of the Titans have gone God, down? That would have been <laughs> Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Like Jesus, Jesus, that would have been would have been remembered as the best. Poor everyone have forgotten God of War, but like yeah. would have yeah. gone down as like God. the best year of video games ever potentially. If those two Titan Titanic games came out the same year. Yep, we'll never oh, know who would have would won have that battle. Ridiculous. We'll never know. <laughs> well, we might get a taste of it if that Elden Ring DLC comes That's out. That's true. Yeah, we might yeah. get a sample of yeah. it because that apparently. We'll, we'll dig this into Questlog a little bit. People found out that the the person who's like, I think a director for the DLC has been, they've been working on it since like last April. Oh. So it's been cooking Ooh, for a little bit. Okay. So, you know. Yeah. I know Armored Core 6 has got its little August date locked in and I was like, oh, Armored Core 6, I can't wait to try it. Then I realized it's like a week before Baldur's Gate 3 and then I was just like, <laughs> Armored Core 6, I will get to you. <laughs> and I don't say that lightly. I love From Software, but Baldur's Gate 3, again, another year could very easily have been the goatee. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm like, I, I'm feeling about Armored Core 6, like the way I felt before playing Bloodborne, which is like, I'd never played a, a From Software game before at that point. And I was like, I remember being excited for it. And then like the day before and like even like, walking into the shop to pick it up, I was like, <laughs> what if it's not what if it's not what believe, if I'm bad at this believe. game what if I can't do it and then yeah well you know the rest is history Bloodborne's one of my favourite video games of all time so maybe Armored Core 6 will be the same but, maybe yeah. plenty of time to find out yeah. um, but that's going to do it for our quest log and now we're going to jump straight over to the bonus round <laughs> Bonus round. So the bonus round is, of course, our whatever we wanted to be segment. <laughs> and um, this week we, we were given a very, we were, I don't want to say gifted because that's not fun to talk about. Mm. But um, we had some news drop recently about a game that we haven't been playing, but we played the original version of to death, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. And it is Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, we had many a night, like many a late night of like just the one more games. Mm-hmm. In our God. Overwatch days, have running our team of five or six people. Bro, being our bro, bro, bro being our hype man, is that every time we'd start to like, tilt, oh, we don't tilt. Come on, we're gonna get through this. We, don't we, tilt. I would tilt so easily. Yeah. Oh, me too. God, if I was in a bad mood, no, no, no point. And I, I bring it up because we'll be talking about the unfortunate situation unfolding around Overwatch Two at the moment. Uh, the the barest way to put the headline is. Back when Overwatch 2 was revealed, they talked a lot about this big PvE sort of co-op campaign that we're going to do with like hero, hero mode. It was called, yeah. Hero like, mode would have talent trees and like skill trees you could like change, like t- alter how your abilities worked and all this sort of really cool sounding stuff for this cast of characters. I think it's fair to say we all love. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I am currently wearing my yeah. diva hoodie as we as we record this episode, so do love the characters of Overwatch. And that idea sounded oh so appealing. Unfortunately, it was revealed this week that that mode is scrapped. 
and they are instead repurposing some of it for like seasonal PvP events like material, but like hero mode's gone, talent trees, skill stuff, all, all that stuff is gone. Um, and this news was broken this week. There's a really good interview by Tamor from GameSpot with a couple of the Blizzard folk, which I, I guess I'll also link in the show notes. It's a really good read. But um, yeah, the gist of it is that the Overwatch 2 that we were sold on is not the Overwatch 2 we're getting. Um, and it's just a weird sort of situation to be in. How are you feeling about that, Broad? I know you haven't. I don't think you played Overwatch Two, have you? Uh, no, I gave it a go. I think the week it came out because it's it's free to play now. So I was like, I, yeah, the first exactly. the first hurdle was just getting it to recognize my original oh my fucking God. account, so I could actually get all my yeah. skins and stuff transferred over. Yeah. That was a pain in the ass on its own. Um, I did. I jumped in. I haven't jumped in with you guys at all, and I wonder whether my experience might be different if we ever tried to do it as a group. I don't think we've ever really tried, or if we have, no one told no. me. Fuck you guys. Um, but <laughs> but um, I jumped in like for a couple of quick play matches, and like I don't know why I just wasn't having a good time. And I was like, eh, maybe I'll come back to it later. What I'm really looking forward to with Overwatch Two is the hero mode. We can play four player co op, yeah. work through a story, have skill trees, all that sort of stuff. The stuff that you're talking about. I look forward to that. Yeah. I will pay for that. You could sell it to me as a sixty dollars, seventy dollars game. I will pay. Yep. I look like the game I want to play is that one now. And if you can make that work, I'll probably reinvest in the multiplayer. I'm like, I'm super bummed out. Overwatch is dead as far as I'm concerned. Like, it's just not a game I have too, any yeah. interest in playing anymore, which sucks because at, there was a point. I've never really been a competitive online player of any sort. I've never, like, I've never prestiged in a, in a COD. I've never, like, really gotten heavily involved in stat. Fall Guys, I've played a fair amount of at different times with you guys, but I'm not going <laughs> to, don't think that's quite the same. Overwatch is, like, the one. It's the one where I had my characters. It's where, like, these are my healers. These are my DPS. These are my tank characters. Like, I uh, I loved that game for a long time. I even tried to get invested in the Overwatch League. I had a dynasty cap that someone, a friend of ours, got for us and all sorts of stuff. Like, loved, loved, loved it. And I... Like, it's kind of dead. It's dead for me now. There's nothing of interest there for me. This idea of using the material for seasonal stuff, while well, I remember what they're like co-op seasonal stuff was like and it wasn't particularly inspiring it was the whole idea of this being a bigger story-driven campaign because that's the thing too i think that's the thing that's really disappointing to me is the potential of the characters in the story was always the bit that felt like they were only scratching the surface those amazing cgi like videos they had when they interested a character i attached myself to the characters i was playing with the idea of like those voice actors and they've got some great talent there and being able to invest in a story and understand this world and what it all means in context more while playing through it excites me so much. And the fact that's not coming is just like the biggest bummer in the fucking world. And it's only good thing that comes from it is I don't have to give myself like use logic loopholes to support Blizzard anymore which is what I probably would have done is figured out a way to like, I'll still give them my $60. I don't have to do that anymore. I can just say, fuck you, Blizzard. We're done. <laughs> You're out. You're free. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Joel? Look, I originally was like very similar where I was just like, well, any interest I had of returning to Overwatch has gone. And it made me very sad for the same exact reasons. Like I would just... So many good times playing that game and so many funny moments or like And then there was moments like when we would all do our placements together. Oh, <laughs> like, remember we used to do oh, our competitive no, placements? Yeah. And then Joel got screwed yeah. over that one season. Because of the fuck 
Because <laughs> I play <laughs> predominantly healer, and they were like, no, nah, healers are not real. Blizzard's like, no, nah, it's not a real class. We, we don't, we don't want to <laughs> acknowledge people who played healer and actually had fucking seven wins and, and a draw and two, like, Bronze. go fuck. <laughs> Get fucked. Yeah. I was, I, Overwatch I was already dead for pretty- <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Look, I take back everything I said. That's when, it, that's when the love died, I think. Um, no, I, but reading that article, I, I, I'm i not in a rush to like go and pre-install it and have it sitting there ready to go or anything like that. But I will keep my eye on it. I think as soon as they drop, it sounds like they're going to be doing a lot more of those like cinematic shorts and stuff like that. If they keep putting those out, I'll keep watching them because they are fucking great. Here's the thing. I love those cinematic shorts, but Arcane came and ate their lunch. Arcane's like, oh, we'll just do it. We'll tell us a story with this gorgeous animation with our League of Legends characters. And Blizzard's just like, well, we'll do cinematic shorts. Yeah. Like, no, just... Just make a show make a already. Show. Well, just like, make a fucking I show or a movie. Character so yeah. much. I am just curious to see how this this new seasonal content is gonna is gonna uh, roll out because I I think they are saying that they have a story that they want to tell. This seems to be like they're trying they're trying to justify the two on the name by like putting all right well, we're gonna start telling a new story the new the next chapter of Overwatch and I want to know about that like I really do even if I am like a very like passive participant. In that. The good news is you could just read it on a wiki, like, and that's what I'll probably end up doing. Like, I, I, I it depends if they have like a, a new PVE mode that comes out that sounds, or even like the next season is adding like a new game type, like which I'd be like, I'm curious to check that out. Maybe just pop in and have a look. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not going to be lining up day one to do so, um, and that bums me out again. It's very similar to what to to what Brod said, like because. I love these characters. I love this world. I remember just that first cinematic trailer that we got with Broken Arm Boy giving oh, yeah. the thumbs up. Like, it is one of the best game trailers I've I, ever seen. It got we, me so hyped for something that I should not be have been excited mm-hmm. for, which was a competitive online shooter. We talk so much about, we're just talking so much about how much we're enjoying and cherishing playing Tears of the Kingdom. We didn't even think to cherish our Overwatch times, no. which was... Such a moment they'd in time. last yeah. forever, you know. Just yeah. like summers but, as a kid, you know. They just go, they'll go yeah, on and really on, true. they'll never end. Like we'd log on at like then the blizzard came. And- <laughs> <It's> like, yeah, <laughs> we went. We went through. We went through adolescence instead of taking it like a good ten to twelve years. Essentially, it, would, it took like two and a half years. <laughs> it was just like we just accelerated that process. And I mean, it's, it's sort of unique for me as well because. Obviously, they've gone the more live service route. They've got seasons and all that. I'm like, I'm already pretty invested in yeah. Destiny 2 right now. Which is funny. Destiny 2 kind of has the actual the opposite problem where story stuff is really good, but its PvP is suffering horribly. Yeah. Like, it's hemorrhaging. And um, Bungie just can't seem to do anything to save it. So it's weird to see these games on opposite sides. But as myself, I'm like, well, I'm a PvE player, so I'm being fed quite nicely. Mm-hmm. So that's when they strip that away. I was like, cool. So if I get Overwatch 2 now... I can play it. I can do the battle pass, but I can't really, because I mean, I know loot boxes were evil mm. mostly, but it was nice to level up and get a goodie bag, and that's just gone now. I like, think the problem is as yeah. well the the deeper you get into a 
and I don't know, they may have systems place systems in place to fix this, but I always feel like I've missed out on stuff now when it comes to like if Fun. I come in at yeah. season seven, I don't know where they're at now with Overwatch Two, but like I feel like I've already missed out on a bunch of stuff that I just have no access to. Um, the opposite of how I, I feel that- with like Marvel Snap, which seems to do a really good job of like just bringing stuff down in tiers and making it more accessible for you, which is really cool. That Such system a good idea. it works really really well. well. I think, uh, apart from the fact that it, it's by 2K and it's got some pretty predatory money monetization, in it, it seems. Um, Lego 2K Drive, apparently very similar. They're going to be doing all their seasonal content will be available. So, like, yeah. if you're, you jump in at Season 7, you can go back and play all the stuff that was available during those pre- previous seasons, which is pretty cool. It's a good idea. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you did touch on it there, Brod. And that's one of the problems, I guess, with all of these, like, which is, again, almost another episode itself down the road. Live service games and just the FOMO of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, it happens to me with Destiny. I, like, look at my battle pass. I'm like, I've got to get to 100 because if I don't get this particular item here, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not going to... I'll have to hope it comes up at some point down the road, which is, like, one in a million chance. So having that added on as a layer to Overwatch 2 has just made it so much easier to be like, I think I'm good. I think I'm good to walk away. I'll keep my Diva hoodie. I'll still like these characters. Like, maybe someday you'd have a line, you'll finally make that show, yeah. that movie, and I'll, I'll be there, I'll watch Absolutely. it. But I just, I'm not, I don't have it in me to play your game right now. I, I know, again, we talked a bit about how you're out of the Blizzard loop now. I was never really that far server, in. I was only in for Overwatch. <laughs> but that's the other thing. I know they're completely different games, but given how much time I have and how many live service games there are, like Diablo 4 is around the corner. Mm. And from July, it starts getting, like, seasons. I'm like, sorry, Overwatch. Like, yeah, competitive PvP is not really my foray mm. in the first place. Like, Overwatch worked with a group, but on my own, almost certainly not happening. And with what's coming up, I just don't want to dedicate the time to it. The PvE would have kept me in the loop, yeah. or, like, the story yeah. mode, all that sort of stuff. But with it gone, like, there's just nothing for me to hold it's on to. It's the thing... I wonder I, 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 how... Sorry, go, Joel. Sorry. You go. I was going to say, I wonder how quickly... Uh, they are sort of developing, starting to develop and fast track an Overwatch movie now that they've seen how much money Mario Brothers has made. That would be dumb not to. And The to. Last of That'd Us. That would be dumb I, not I think, to. I, I think that those conversations like, oh, maybe one day we'll do it. I think those conversations are being brought much further forward. Bobby Kotick does timeline. love money. <laughs> exactly. Well, you think about Arcane 2, wasn't it one of their, the animation studios that made like ads and character reveals and stuff like that for... Uh, yeah. uh, not for League of Legends actually went on to make Arcane. Who the fuck is animating Blizzard stuff? Because it always looks fantastic. Those guys must be itching to make a movie. And surely you look at Arcane and both the Mario movie and go, it's time. It's it's time. Go yeah. go for it. Money is on the table. Uh, it is. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Um, 100%. I, I'm not going to rule out completely the possibility of coming back to Overwatch 2. If someone comes around and goes, actually, this season content is really good. It's being released at a good pace. It's like... Um, it's it's what you want. It's just in bite-sized chunks now. And with... That's, I mean, it sucks yeah. that it doesn't have... The, prob- the problem I have is without the hero skill tree and without like... It doesn't sound like to me anymore, and I could be wrong about this. In the game, you're going to be forced to play a selection of characters for different levels, right? And it feels like to me what they'll do is let you play whatever character you want in that seasonal content. And it's not going to feel as... Special. It's not going to connect, to connect you to the characters as much anymore. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, the roadmap specifically, I think the second part of it specifically mentions story missions. So, so I, I think 
what they're doing is maybe repurposing, like you said, some of the stuff that they were had in, already in in the works, yeah. and then sort of repurposing it for and releasing it in small bite sized chunks. Um, so I yeah, I think because even Junkenstein and stuff like that, when they did those limited events, you had the four set characters to That's pick true. between, and then you could open. But it up then in you had the modes. other mode, yeah, yeah, which, which you could. Uh, fuck around with anyway. And but. That, yeah, but they also showed off so many different enemy varieties in yes. like the early footage. Yes. And again, just the different way to use abilities yes. and mm. like customize what the abilities did was just so cool. Yeah, 100%. And it's just yeah, it's just gone. The, and the I guess the only upside of this is if they do if the story story content whatever they're calling it is good, I imagine it's going to be free. As opposed to I would have had to have paid yeah. for the game. again, I would have paid yeah. but leaving money on the table by not yeah. giving it to me and making me pay for it. But at least I can jump in, try it for 15 minutes with you guys, maybe have a good time and leave. And I won't have paid anything for it. Yeah. Um, Looking for upsides. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's such a bummer. It's I had a massive bummer. It's completely evaded me. Um, like I said, like we were, we were big into Overwatch and like, I know we'd been slow on too. Like, I, I had it installed the day the same the day it came out as well to do my transfer just in case like just in case I yeah. came back because I again having the the, the hero most stuff in the back of my head mind but yeah now that's gone it's just like well because I already uninstalled it a while ago because I'm like I'm not playing this I need the space but now I'm just like I don't I probably won't reinstall I don't know like it just bums me out we were hooked on Overwatch for a, a solid nearly a year like we kept up with we we followed League. We kept up on the heroes. Mm-hmm. We we even kept track of our stats occasionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. We were really into it. And it's just kind of sad that the the thing that could have guaranteed... I think we would have been hooked again with the story stuff. Maybe we should try. It's just not coming. Maybe, maybe when the story stuff comes maybe. out, we haven't tried jumping in as a group like yeah, the old days. That's true. We're old men now. You know, we're punished, punished, <laughs> broad, punished, Karen, punished, John now. <laughs> but maybe we should try... Maybe we should try jumping in again, and um, and that would be a place to do it. If nothing else, just to see if we can reunite any of that. And either way, mm. we have something to talk about. You content, 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 True. guys. You're gonna make it a podcast. Need some of it. <laughs> yeah, look, look, I'm I'm open to that. I'm open to that. We'll see what the future holds. It's just. It's been an interesting conversation, and I mm. do again. I know it's it's sort of a cautionary tale to not buy before it comes out, but I have seen a lot of people talking about how they bought the Watchpoint pack mm-hmm. when this because this was all announced together. You know, they're totally. like PvP, uh, story mode hero. You can buy the Watchpoint pack to get early access now. I wonder, like, I don't. You can't obviously. I don't know how you can even refund that because it gives you content that's you know account bound. So. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I just I do feel for those people. Again, cautionary tale, but it still sucks that they've invested financially and are not getting the product they were initially being sold on. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it is interesting to read that article uh, yes. and that interview from from Tamur Hussein. It's a good Game interview. Spot. He asks tough questions, yes. and the Blizzard guys are pretty game, so that's good. And because like he it. he asks them as well, because he's he's one of those fans because yeah. he's a big Overwatch fan. Um. I know him and Lucy James have played, many, like like talked about their, their many exploits before um, playing Overwatch together. Um, I think Andy Cortez usually joins them as well. I think they have a bit of a, a like a, I think a three or four man squad that they <laughs> they roll quite frequently. Um, and yeah, he he he's legitimately like a fan asking these questions, and he just so happens that he has the ability to ask the people involved. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they give pretty 
I, I honestly, it it's got a bit, a bit of marketing bullshit spin to it, but like they kind of have to, and I don't blame them for it. Like, oh no, I don't blame the people. Like, that was the point I was going to make. Ultimately, um, whenever we think about Blizzard, they are Activision Blizzards. So yeah, I'm not going to say it's Activision's fault or Bobby Kotick's fault, but no, no just say that it definitely he deserves it. <laughs> it's yeah, very sure. true. Yes. Um, Blizzard's been different for a while now, unfortunately. Mm. Well, that's the thing. Like, Overwatch is a game that was born out of the ashes of another game that yes. got cancelled. So, T- Titan, was it, I think? Yeah. yeah. So, it was another MMO that, like, that they were trying to do. And then from that, they had all this stuff that they sort of reworked and then. Like, yes, but stopped, they never like, announced that game or said it was coming or what it was going to look yes. like. Do you know look, what I mean? I like that's that's the difference. 100%. Like, yeah, it, stuff can come from you think you've got one idea and then it turns into something else, but you don't fucking promote that. You don't of sell course. it. Um, that's the bit that sucks. That's the bit that sucks. It, yeah, I look. I don't disagree with that, but I, I, there's that there's that optimist part of me that's like. Well, I mean, we got something really good from that situation, so maybe it's possible. something good can come from this as well. But again, I'm not gonna, I'm not waiting with bated breath. Like I've got too much other shit to do oh, yeah. and play. I so mean, if it, if it if it comes out and it's people are like, actually, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, then yeah, I'll I'll definitely check it. And I think you're right too, bro. I think if we jump in together as a crew again and, and maybe just have like a night mm. for for old times' old sake, time's sake, yeah. <laughs> Get the crew together. Go get like one last just run. Absolutely stomped <laughs> by people who are <laughs> yeah. way better at FPSs than us. And any like- t- anytime I go into the PvP mode in Destiny 2, I just get clowned on. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, back to PvE I go. <laughs> yeah. There's like there's like six new characters too. I was like, oh, who's this? We're like, we're gonna be old men walking around with like walking sticks. <laughs> PvP <laughs> is a young man's game. We don't have the time or the energy. Yeah, for that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if a if a game has like extensive movement and I I mean the heroes are all different enough in Overwatch that I was barely on top of it initially. I don't want to know what it's like now and with all these new heroes and the new things they can do, like Oh man, the, re- the the minute I realized Orisa didn't have a shield anymore, I was like, I'm done, I'm out. Why am I even <laughs> playing this game? She's my favorite fucking character. She doesn't even have a shield. Done. See, for Dim, me... Dim for- still fucking rules. She's so much I see, fun. I heard different, but at the same time... Oh, the, the last time I played it anyway, that I, was a, lot, a while The thing ago. that got me, because again, I also love D.Va. I feel like I, I feel bad because I feel like I stole D.Va off of Joel. No, 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 no. I feel like it was definitely your character. <laughs> I, like, but- I... I moved on. At no point in my life would I say I'd feel confident enough to go into how Overwatch is built now, which is 5v5, with a single tank. Mm. Like, having my D.Va as the sole tank, I need someone... I did that on PC, and because I was on PC, my rank was before the rollover happened, and my rank was, like, back to square one. So I was just getting... like I was just clowning on fools. Like, (laughs) I got, like, a four kill streak with a like an arced um oh, mech, bunny mech man i miss those nerf oh, man i was just like <laughs> yep off i go off fly it over there i'll see if that works and i got like a three i got like four player of the games and i'm like oh i feel good about myself but then i realize i'm playing against probably literal children i miss so i miss Kyron, i miss Kyron's reign from above always enjoyed his, yeah his yep. like, i'm so nostalgic for those moments like of like us co- communicating yeah and then, like, I don't know, jumping up on, like, they're capturing the point. We come up from beside, like, Mercy behind a Farah. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was, ma- it was a magic game for a while. It was. It really was. Yep. 
I miss I miss those days of just like sitting back while everyone's fighting desperately. I'm like, if I aim my diva mech like yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> and me just like popping out from corners, just throwing balls at people, yeah. being like, have some yeah. heel balls. How do you do, yeah. heel balls? How do you do a soft focus montage on a podcast? Because what we need right now. Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just imagine we did one just then. Yeah. <laughs> we'll <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that Overwatch theme still fucking rocks so. It's so good. The nothing gets me in that hyped, game. In nothing general. gets me hyped more, I think, at the moment than like those day, like the closing thirty seconds of an Overwatch mm-hmm. match. Oh yes, where it really starts to kick in. You're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that like that defeat, which is what we've heard <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> thanks, Joel. Yeah, oh, we did. I'm calling it like it is. Hey, but I got. When- I got to. What was it? It's like bronze, silver, gold. What was above gold? Uh, diamond? Was... No, not diamond. No, platinum. I think, I think it's platinum. I got to platinum once, you know? I got there once. And... Oh, that must be nice. <laughs> I think gold. I don't <laughs> know if I ever it... made platinum. I got close. I barely. I think yeah. I scraped platinum. Then it's I got kicked back to gold pretty quickly. <laughs> it, it, once, once it got me in the pool with the, the platinum players, it was like, whoa. <laughs> everyone, forgot about, go. <laughs> everyone forgot about the healer class, including Blizzard. So, like, yeah, when they were developing the fucking... What's well, okay, because now they have two slots specifically for healers, so you have it's to do fine. it. It's and you fine. have to, and you can queue for roles and all this other stuff. I don't know. It's fine. I, I did enjoy the little bit. I, I dabbled with like solo queued for a little bit. And well, we'll, we'll keep it on the docket, and we'll see what comes up with the season stuff in the future. But current mood is disappointed. I think it's yeah. fair to say. The last character reveal trailer was really good too. The, the character short was great. And I I logged in to play a bit of her, and she was fun. She was She's really fun. Interesting, yeah. Even though. I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know. Current mood like is we have a lot current of- mood is Overwatch. I never heard of her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oof, oof. Uh, cool. Well, on that, very sad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't think of a better way to say that's the end of the episode. So I'm we just going to say it. We should have just started the episode with that and then finished <laughs> on Tears of the Kingdom. That's what we should. We have can done. call it. We can call the episode that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Joel, I'm going to go ahead and let you take us out forgot i had to do this uh thank you very much once again for listening to this week's episode of the dialogue options podcast we greatly appreciate you being here um if you like what you've heard today please tell a friend share us around on all social medias and various forms um you can find us on social media at Usually tweeting out of the, in fact, almost exclusively yes. tweeting out of the Story Mode AUS Twitter account, where we've been, uh, you know, uh, we are now part of the Story Mode Gaming Network. Um, and Brod's just holding up <laughs> a little, a, a plushy upper that he's obviously got from uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. I don't know why um, I, I railroaded really this. Cool. Putting, no, no, it's putting like, a smile on our face. Yeah, exactly. That, it's, trying to cheer up the, it's very good. It's very good. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we, we usually tweet out of the uh, the Story Mode AUS account at Story Mode AUS on Twitter. Um, and yeah, we are a part of the Story Mode Gaming Network. They're good friends from Story Mode Podcast, which we have all been on quite frequently. So, yes. <laughs> me less so recently because um. Life. Yeah, man. Life happens. There's always, there's always room for you to come back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back next week. I'm hitting the podcasts hard next week, I think. Oh, God. Um, I, I legitimately am. I have something else lined up I need to do as well. So that I've been meaning to do for a while. If you would like to follow us on our individual social media accounts, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where, um, yeah, I just actually, no, I'll bring up the, there's a great video from Michael Hyam. 
um, his housemate Alex Van um, Alex Van Aken, who's from Game Informer, their video editor over there, posted a video of him. Um, basically, uh, he, Michael Hyam said, like, uh, watching Alex take half an hour to build this only to burn it down in seconds is in real time is that good shit. I mean, basically, in Tears of the Kingdom, built like this cart with a flamethrower on the front and put the wheels on the wrong way so it reversed back into a wall and then set it all on fire. <laughs> and it's very funny. Um, and then, yeah, just want to shout out the most recent episode of Bluey as well, because wouldn't be an episode of the podcast, but didn't mention Bluey. It's true. Um, uh, Brod, hey, Brod, get ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting that so Bluey. I've been saving and that. And this, ep- this week's episode had Kate miller Hyde <gasps> as well. Oh. Yes. Love Kate yes. And it made me cry for reasons. Um, but yeah, it's very good. Kyron, where can they find you? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX, where I haven't been there very often because shock and horror, I've been in Hyrule. Uh, but I do have a couple of things that I retweeted. Most, the best one I'm going to retweet, I talk about is, um, is a fun Tim Schafer story. This is very good. About his inclusion in the, uh, pod race, Star Wars pod racing credits, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, uh, it's very good. Someone tweeted an image of him being credited as never actively tried to sabotage the project. Tim Schafer. That's amazing. And someone tweeted at him and being like, what's the story behind this? And he his response is pretty funny. Um, go, I would just definitely recommend checking that out. But beyond that, I also retweeted an amazing, hilarious retweet from Lucy James, which is a shot of one of the, um, the constructs in Tears of the Kingdom that just says, allow me to offer unsolicited advice. And she just retweeted it saying, average Twitter user. <laughs> and I wouldn't even say that just applies to Twitter. Like, but it, it got me pretty good. But, yeah. um, that's, again, I'm in high rule, so I haven't tweeted much. That's that's very good. I do appreciate that. And Brod, uh, do you want to promote it? I know that you're not there, but sometimes you are. I'm, like, I'm still unsure of the rules. The, the, rules, the um, rules are... when So I've sort of publicly said I'm off Twitter, and that is yeah, true smart. 99% of the time. Basically, my current status is... <laughs> I'm there. I've li- literally gone back and deleted all my past tweets. I want to be a fucking ghost. I just want to come in, say something when I really have something to say, and then fuck off and ignore the rest of you, basically. So um, if you want to follow me when I rarely tweet, um, it's at BGORDES, B-G-O-R-D-E-S. The last thing I retweeted was Succession being in its own league when it comes to television, and before that, my thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and I'm pretty sure that's the only thing on my account right now. <laughs> so... <laughs> Go check that out, and that's you know what? That's the way I fucking want it to be. <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that. Um, if you want, we could you could tell people to like if they see you tweeting, just just to yell at you, just yell at Brod. Yeah, just yell at Brod. If you see him tweeting anything, just like tag like at him and say stop. Yeah, <laughs> put the phone down. <laughs> hey, get I saw get that. Out of here. Get, <laughs> get out, out of here. You're doing. Go on, get. <laughs> don't make me get the hose. Um. Thank you once again for listening. Uh, and until next time, enjoy your adventures in Hyrule. options podcast